The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, Mount St. Joseph Lions football is on the air on WDTZLP Delhi Township. Mount St. Joe Lions football on Z98 FM is sponsored by Delhi Barbers, Greenwell Avenue, and Delhi Pike with no appointment needed. By Wishbone Tavern, Delhi Pike in the new Delhi Town Center. By Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, Glenway Avenue next to the Home Depot. By Delhi Skyline Chili, it's Skyline Time. By NYPD Pizza, Foley Road, 513-347-6973. 347-NYPD. By Bearcat Storage, with with two locations for all your storage needs. And by Delhi Liquor Store, Delhi Pike and Mount Alverno Road. Now from UltimateSportsTalk.com with your Lions football play-by-play. Here's Dave Mitchell on Z98. And good afternoon everyone and welcome to Alfred University on the campus of Saxon University here. The Alfred Saxons entertaining the Mount St. Joseph Lions here this afternoon as the Lions come about 400 miles to the east to take on a team out of the Empire 8 Conference. The Lions come in with a record of 1-0 and on the year. They were 6-4 and a season ago, 5-2 and in the Heartland Conference in second place, but they were only they were only one of two teams last week in the Heartland Conference that came away with a victory, and the Lions were one of them as they defeated the Baldwin-Wallace Yellow Jackets by a final score of 31-28 to last week. Welcome to the newly minted Mount St. Joseph University Sports Network. Listenership last week was exciting because the Lions came from behind to beat Baldwin-Wallace in that game by three points in one of the most exciting games that the Lions have played in in years. Joining us this year, and, and for the second week in a row, Chuck Murray. And Chuck, uh, boy, you look at last week's ball game. it's going to be hard to top last week's contest in any of the games this upcoming season. My heart can't take too many of those. Uh, I, I wasn't able to pick my heart up until about Wednesday, I think, uh, after that kind of excitement. But what a great start for the Lions against a... You know, really a, a, a powerhouse, Baldwin-Wallace. You know, they play in the OAC, which is considered one of the better leagues. So a great win. Very, very exciting. Uh, I'm calling it the Macklin Reception 2, but uh, what a game. Yeah, it was quite a contest last week. And, and Chuck, I mean, two players that I – mean, actually three players that I really want to highlight this week. The first one – for the Lions was came on the defensive line and when you look at what happened with that defensive line a week ago they didn't have many tackles and that on the surface it looks like maybe a problem really not because you don't want your defensive line to make a lot of tackles you want them just to occupy space so the linebackers can do that and one of the guys that played outstanding and really wanted to be highlighted by head coach Tyler Hopperton this week was Jack Tucker yeah, he was all over the field, and as you mentioned, you know, it, it's great if your D linemen are getting in the backfield and, and disrupting and everything, but if they can at least hold their man up and give the linebackers a chance to make a play, you're going to hold them to little or no yardage. So uh, they busted a few, but the guy's an All-American, but I think for the most part we did a pretty good job. The numbers may not show it. He busted a couple long ones, but after the first quarter we, we, we really bogged down on him pretty well. But again, give him credit. Yeah, he, he's a great player, and uh, I think we did a pretty good job job considering everything. Cornell Beecham, what a return that Cornell had last week. 131 yards equally 
rushing and receiving. Overall, Beecham had 341 all-purpose yards, and his immaculate reception with four minutes left spurred the Lions' comeback and has become basically a YouTube favorite. Talking with Cornell yesterday in the interview session that we had with him, Chuck, he said he almost felt like he put me on his back those last 10 yards, was trying to carry me into the end zone. His legs were just whipped. Well, he had a pretty uh, pretty significant day. I think you mentioned the broadcast. The first quarter, he was trying to just find his legs. And, you know, he hadn't played in a real football game in a couple of years. By the second quarter, he was at 100%, and he, he, he you know, carried the ball a lot, caught a lot of passes. Like you said, he just kind of ran out of gas there. Fortunately, we were able to stick it in there at the end. And, and then the defense held up and, and made a stand uh, and won us the ball game. And as we said, we had an opportunity to talk with Cornell yesterday. Cornell, as we head into this afternoon's ballgame, first of all, first time on the field last week since 2019. How did it feel when you first made the step out there in full game uniform to get ready to play? I mean, to me, it was just natural. I've been out there my whole life, but I think the years off, I was kind of nervous at first. But as soon as I stepped on the field, it kind of just calmed all my nerves. And when you got into the ball game and got hit that first time, was it pretty much what you expected? Yeah, it was everything I expected. Once I got hit, felt the hit, and I was like, them boys ain't hitting that hard. <laughs> and it was just all, that was all she wrote. You know, it, it was a game where in the first quarter, you guys struggled offensively and defensively, but then something just clicked and everything seemed to fall into place. Could As a team, did you guys recognize that too? Yeah, I recognized uh, first quarter they were just bringing a lot of blitzes. They was real physical. Then once they start subbing in the linebackers because we start uh, getting longer drives, the running game opened up way more. Of course, the deflected pass has been viral this week for you. Kind of walk us through what happened on that play and, and how you how, how you kind of ran out of gas, I guess is the best way to put it, heading towards the end zone. I kind of knew that I was probably going to get the ball. I mean – I'm I'm hard to cover one on one, so I feel like I was open first. He was behind me slightly, and then his foot hit my heel, and I started to trip. And Josh threw the ball, and it went straight through his hands. And honestly, I thought he was gonna pick it off, and it landed on the top of my shoulder pad. If you look closely in the film, I caught it with like one hand. And he tried to tackle me with his other hand once he realized he dropped it. And I think that I spent, but I didn't have to spin. I think that took some gas away, and then I just tried to score. So, Quite a play, quite a play, and that was one of the key reasons that we won the game. Cornell, in this game, I mean, when you look, go back and you look at it, is it everything that you anticipated while you've been working to get back to this moment over the last couple of years? Yes, sir, I think it is everything I anticipated, just because I'm out there with my boys playing a hard game of football. Football is no hard sport if it's D3, D2, or D1. It's hard all around. And it's 11-on-11, 11 11, and I think it was just a great game for the school and for our team and a good win. 
I know I've, I've seen you on other interviews and things on Facebook talk about uh, your father and how you lost him a few months ago. Talk about the relationship that you had with your dad and just what you've learned from him that you can convey to your child. Um, my dad was a great person. His father wasn't in his life, so a big thing he taught me when I had my daughter was like, he's in my life, so i got to be a better father than he was to me. And I think that just carries with me every day. And he was he was also like a brother to me because i got four older sisters. So we just had a real close bond. He brought everybody to the games. Uh, he took everybody out to eat. He was just everything you could imagine. You know he was there on your shoulder last Saturday, right? Oh, yeah. Me and Josh talked about it if, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have made that catch. <laughs> hey, good luck today, and good luck the rest of the year, Cornell. Thank you. Appreciate it. Chuck, the fun part of the conversation that I had with Cornell yesterday was after we got off tape and talking to him about him being a father, him growing up, and just what that little girl means to him. Well, I can tell you, as you know, uh, being a father, when you have children, it changes your life. And uh, for the good, that's for sure. But, you know, as a college student, as a, as a college athlete, he's got a lot of responsibility, a lot on his plate right now. But he seems to be handling it very, very maturely. Uh, and I, I, really, I really feel like he's going to be a great dad. And the other interesting point, we're going to breaking news here, put on a CNN-type breaking news jingle. But he told me yesterday afternoon, and he said, you've got, he, you got my permission to go ahead and tell everybody this? I'm coming back next year. Yeah, that's exciting news for the Mount St. Joe football team, the community, to know that you've had a player of the year, a, a national champion in wrestling, to come back to play another year of football next year is it, it, you know, extremely exciting. It's off the victory last week, everybody's excited, everybody's pumped up around campus, and now to hear this news, it, it just it keeps getting better. Yep, he says he's talking with Coach Opperton about what he can do as far as a Masters. He's got one-year eligibility left in wrestling. He'll do that this winter, and then he'll come back and play football. That's his plan right now, and as I said, he gave me permission to go ahead and say it. Well, you know, the COVID thing has really changed things with eligibilities and extra years and semesters and all. So, uh, you know, we're excited to hear that news. Josh Taylor last week, had it not been for Cornell Beecham, he would have been the star of the game. Taylor, a quarterback, was 21 of 32 yards pa- passing for 265 yards, excuse me, two touchdowns passing. His quarterback rating was 155.8, and he ran for 58 yards. That led to a total offense amount of 323 yards. And seven of those catches came by way of Joey Newton. He also had a score. So the Lions played just outstanding last week. But the thing about it is, they expect even more out of their defense today. Well, talking about Josh, he he had a great day, no question about it. But what stood out to me a couple times, there were some third down and shorts. And it looked like he was stopped. But he fought and fought and got the first down and was able to move the chains. And those don't seem to be thing, big things in the box score. But when you look at the game, you're saying you got to make them four, uh, th- key third down conversions. And he made a few literally on his own. And obviously, like you said, he threw the ball well. Receivers did a great job. Uh, so, it, you know, all in all, just a great job. Anthony Wright last week from his linebacker position, 14 tackles, 6 assists. Nick Stevenson added 9 tackles and 1.5 a, a tackles for loss. And Devin Donaworth coming up from his 
safety position, eight tackles in the ballgame. Austin Price also had an interception and six tackles to go with that. And like I said, the Lions coaching staff and Rick Thompson looking for even more from that defense today against Alfred. Yeah, um, Austin also had that big pick in the end zone, which was key. Uh, you know, again, you look, you say, well, they gave up 28 points, but the, the, the fields were short at times for Baldwin Wallace. And again, it's a really, really good team. So I think if you play a team like that, you're not going to win probably 13 to 10. You're going to have to score some points, which we did. The defense hung well enough to keep us in the game. The offense made some plays, and the defense came up huge at the, at the end of the game. We're about 18 minutes away from the kickoff of this one between Alfred and the Mount St. Joseph Lions. First road game of the year. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray. We'll be back with more about this afternoon's game after this. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust. Caring for the children you love. Well, back here at Yanovich Stadium on the campus of Alfred University in Alfred, New York, which is about... Oh, about 350, 400 miles to the east of Cincinnati, Ohio, coming straight up I-71 to get to this ball game here this afternoon. Just a great backdrop for college football here, Chuck. I mean, when you look at this stadium, it's built down into a gully, but we're in the middle of the woods on the western part of the state of New York, and it is just absolutely gorgeous with the wooded scenery just right in front of us, right behind the Lions bench on the far side of the field. Yeah, you're painting a really good picture. Uh, yeah, it's really a, a nice setting, sitting, like you said, sitting down in the, kind of a hole here. you got a beautiful softball field to the right, beautiful scoreboard, some dorms over behind the trees, uh, a lot of green here. I saw a little while ago a horse over behind that goalpost jumping around, so maybe they have something to do with that during the game. But, yeah, really nice setting for college football. Looked like Annie Oakley back there <laughs> riding along. And, you know, I just can't get over all the Yankee hats I'm seeing around here. It's just about making me ill. Ill, yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. This is going to be the second meeting ever between these two ball clubs. Last year at Schuler Field, the Lions won easily 33-14. to Now, they are coming off a season, Alfred is, as they had the most conference wins since 2018, and they're looking to build off of that. Although last week they had a tough time, they fell to Hobart College in Geneva, New York, 36-6. to both defenses stepped up early in the first quarter of that game as neither side scored, but then Hobart came in with a 28-yard TD reception, and the Saxons trailed 7 to nothing entering the second quarter. An interception by the Saxons, Adam Meets, in the second quarter, set them up inside Hobart's red zone. An 11-yard rush by Max Freeman, the fourth, and you're going to hear us say his name a lot today. On the next play, put AU on the scoreboard. The Statesman of Hobart scored once more, capitalized on a two-point conversion, took the lead at 15-6 to at halftime, and ran away with it 36-6. to Chris Smith replaced Zook Smith as the starting quarterback for the Saxons, and he did that in the first game. But we're going to see 
see Zook Smith today starting. He didn't play last week, and Smith played against us a year ago and really had a tough time. But today, he's going to get the start, and if we get to see what he did, Chuck, he is a tall, strong quarterback, 6'6", about 230 pounds, and he can really wing it. The problem is he's not very accurate. Right. Yeah, what I remember from the game last year, he wasn't very accurate. He struggled uh, hitting some open receivers. So hopefully we can uh, put some pressure on him. Doesn't move very well, and uh, hopefully we can put pressure on him and, and make it tougher. Uh, their offense. Freeman, as we said, you'll hear a lot of his name today. He ran 21 times, 71 yards in the game. Jacob Kelsey and Darvi Gray each caught four passes for 101 yards and no TVs. Alfred only mustered 209 yards in total offense and committed 10 penalties for 70 yards. They say, Chuck, that the best improvement of the team can make is between their first and second game, and that's what their head coach, Bob Rankle, is pinning his hopes on here today. Yeah, that they've been saying that for years, you know, that we, you know, everybody scrimmages, but they feel that first real game to the second game is where you see the most improvement. And then we want to obviously see some in our rush defense too. So they want to be able to run the football. And we feel like we did an adequate job doing it last week at times. So we want to see some improvement in ours too. Rankle in his eighth year, forty-six and twenty-two overall. He is an old-time football coach. He loves to just snap the helmets on and just tell you we're running the ball right down your throat and that's what he wants to have happen Tyler Hopperton in his 6th year 33 wins, 14 career defeats in his years here at Mount St. Joseph University we'll be back, tell you what's happening elsewhere around the Heartland Conference and talk with head coach Tyler Hopperton right after these timeouts I wanted to grow my leadership skills but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's organizational leadership program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com couple of items outside of football for Mount St. Joseph University. Emily Abshire, the outside hitter, a junior. Abshire had a monster weekend for the Lions on the volleyball team as they finished 3-1 and one over the weekend. She had 46 kills while hitting 23% as the Lions beat Illinois Wesleyan, Ohio Wesleyan, and Wilmington. And Amy Smith... Also in her first action for the blue and gold of Mount St. Joseph, Smith was the medalist, firing a tournament low in golf, 83, outpacing a trio just by one shot, leading the team to a victory in the state line shootout. Last week in the Heartland Conference, we told you only two teams in the conference won last week. One was the Mount, and the second team that won last week was Manchester. Manchester 23-14 to over North Park. You watch. Manchester is going to be one of those sleeper teams this 
this year that are really going to be tough to beat, and we've got to face them in the first conference game two weeks from today. Yeah, that, you know, we got to go up there, so you got to make sure, you know, every week's a different entity, every week's a different situation, and you got to you got to be ready every week. Elsewhere in the conference, trying to shut out Anderson 38 to nothing. It was DePont edging Rose Holman 17-14. Kenyon over Bluffton 33-26. Center edged Hanover. They actually started that game on Saturday, ended it on Sunday, and that was a 31-29 win by center. Mount Union destroyed Defiance 65 to nothing, and Olivet over Franklin 35-31. This thing getting underway at noon today. There's one other conference game getting underway today at noon. That's at Albion, where Bluffton will be playing at. Albion. At 1 o'clock, Hanover is at Adrian. At 2 o'clock, Franklin is at Aurora. At 6 o'clock tonight, DePaul plays at Anderson, and Manchester will be at Alma. Alfred, well, they are 5 and 5, 0 and 1 on the season. They were 5 and 5 a year ago. They're 0 and 1 this year so far. Last year at home, they were 3 and 2. This year, first home game of the season. Next week, they will be on the road again at Ithaca. They're averaging just three points a game, and they're giving up 36 points a game. For the Mount, they're 1-0. They were 6-4 a year ago, 5-2 in the Heartland. They are 1-0 at home. Last year on the road, not a very good road record. 1-3 on the year. Next week, they'll be playing Hope, and that's going to be another huge game, Chuck. Yeah, looking forward to that one. But, again, we, we just can't look ahead. We, no. On the, on the way home, we can talk about it. I'm sure the team will start talking about it. Well, let's, let's get this one first. But, yeah, that's going to be a big one. We'll tell you that it's 1.30 kickoff uh, at Schuler Field next Saturday afternoon. But we wanted to go back, talk to head coach Tyler Hopperton about last week's game and what happens in this week's game. And we had a chance to talk with the coach earlier yesterday afternoon. Hop, as you head into this Saturday's game against Alfred here in New York, first of all, looking back at last Saturday, I think you had to be pretty pleased for the first game of the year and the way the, way the team really responded after being down 14-3 to in that first quarter. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I asked him to play the next play, and I think last week was a perfect example of that. We saw lows, we saw highs, and ultimately just fought every single play and came away with a big win. Cornell Beecham, it was almost like he never missed a step. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a better football coach when he's on the field, so uh, that's why I made sure he came with us to New York, too. But it was awesome after a three-year hiatus to see him not only play, but play well. Jo- uh, Taylor, uh, he came out, and if you hadn't noticed about Beecham, Taylor would have been the star of the game because the amount of yards that he put together totally and the two touchdown passes. What about his play? How did you feel about that? I mean, just from a selfish standpoint, it was great just to see the two of them play together <laughs> because yeah. we hadn't hadn't seen it, and they've both been on campus for a few years now. So it was, it was great just to see it. Uh, but guys feed off of them too because they always believe that the next play could be the play with those guys that they think they can do that. Um, and so it just kind of helps the, the offense click and really the team click in general. But Josh, um, you know, an exciting week one for him. I want to talk about both lines real quick. The offensive line, it seemed like they started to come together, get some more cohesiveness the longer the game went on. Yeah, I thought they played great. Um, you know, I mean, it wasn't a perfect game, but no position was. But ultimately, I thought against a OAC foe like that, I think they did a great job up front. The defensive line, when I looked at the stats, they didn't have many tackles, and the linebackers had a lot of tackles, which told me that the defensive line was doing a pretty good job of holding up the offensive line for them, and the linebackers were coming in plugging the gaps. Yeah, I mean, they 
you got to occupy them, right? Mm-hmm. And so if, if they're occupying them, then the linebackers can go. And especially last week with those big backs, it, you know, it, it was nice to not have to deal with offensive linemen and the big backs. The linebackers could just go try to take down the big guys. So. And, and tell me what about the secondary in the game? Because it looked like they really had a handle on what Baldwin Wallace was trying to do. Yeah, I mean, other than two kind of big pop plays, I mean, really, they didn't get much on us at all. And, uh, you know, both our safeties combined for about 15 tackles, too, so they're in there on the run game. And I, I thought the secondary, and, and really just as a defense, where we lost a lot more to graduation last year than the offense did, and um, I thought the defense really responded great, um, not only against a good team, but also after, you know, being down a quick 14 points. The lightning break. It, it, that that just has to drive you crazy, doesn't it, Coach? Oh, yes, on several levels. But, yes, it definitely, you know, to go sit for an hour in the middle of a game like that is definitely interesting and frustrating, but less frustrating when you come back out and win. <laughs> okay, now you've got Alfred. When you look at this team, they lost last week, really got nothing going offensively. Uh, in their game last week. So when you look at the films, what are you seeing that might be able to be a dangerous spot for them? I mean, ultimately, I think they're big. You know, they're big and they're strong. And, you know, we're not necessarily the biggest team. You know, we, we rely on our strength and speed um, and, and thought we played aggressive against a big team last week. But I'd say Alfred's bigger than that. So depending on the type of game we get into, you know, I think they can lean on us a little bit and push us around a little bit um, if that's the game that we allow them to play. So, you know, the, the focus, not just this week, but every week, you know, I feel like if we're really honed in on what we do and what our capabilities are, that we'll be fine. And I don't think think this game versus Alfred's any different. You know, you look at Rankle, their head coach, and he's one of those old school guys that likes to run the football and just kind of tell you that he's bringing it right down your throat. Is that what you expect out of them? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, and like I said, especially because they're big up front, we're not. I know they're going to see that and lick their chops and think they can push us around a little bit. Um, I don't know if it would matter either way for him. I think, like you said, I think that's what he does, which I love, uh, you know, as a defensive coach and, and that sort of thing. But that's definitely what we expect. How about defensively? What do they like to do? Um, you know, ultimately they keep it in front of them. So, you know, they played a really good Hobart team last week, you know, who's been ranked and that sort of thing and, and really held them in check. You know, like you said, they struggled a little bit offensively, but defensively, you know, they didn't really get gouged or anything like that. And, you know, really they just make you be patient as an offense and keep it in front of you and put together a long drive without making any mistakes and things. And that's what we saw last year and that's what we've seen so far this year. What have you had to work on this week in practice after last week's games? What's the things that you've honed in on? Really, I mean, it, after that win, there were still countless mistakes, which is is not uncommon for week one. And and most of the mistakes were basic mistakes. You know, they weren't these crazy, hey, we tried to put in this fancy whatever, asked you to do something crazy. It was like, this is literally what we put on in day two, and your eyes were in the wrong spot or this. So just those daily disciplines, just that consistency, you know, I think if we can be consistent that we can be a very dangerous team. So just really trying to, um, we know what we're capable of, but we need to be able to do it every snap. Kind of an important game today because if you miss a step here, it totally negates what happened last week. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we talk about the letdown and that sort of thing and, and, you know, we talk about next play, which obviously talks about next next game, too, where, okay, we won, got a good win against a team maybe we shouldn't, you know, people didn't think we'd beat. So what? Now what? Good luck today. Thank you. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. 
Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The mound helped me climb higher in my career. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew, throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figuerella, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Welcome back to Alfred University. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray as we are getting set to get this one underway here this afternoon. The Alfred Saxons won the coin toss and they have elected to receive. So they will be getting the football to start this one off here this afternoon at Yanovich Stadium. Chuck, again, we've gone over all the plus and minuses and this is one of those games where you can really tell the team, hey, if you don't win this game, it totally negates what you did last week against BW. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, you look at the overall picture, when you look at your 10-game season, you know, you win that first one, now you're like, hey, we got a chance to do something special this year. So even if they would have lost, they could still win the conference, but now you're looking at, hey, let's win every game. So you, you, you got you to be ready. There's no question about it. I'm a little shocked. Well, I shouldn't say shocked, but most teams, when they win the toss, they defer, but they want the ball right away, so they must feel like they've got a, a scripted 15 plays that they can use against us and try to get on top of us right away and put us behind the eight ball. Well, the Lions are going to kick it off. It is a high sky, just a beautiful day for football here this afternoon in western New York. Farsing is going to kick it off here this afternoon for the Mount St. Joseph Lions. Lions will be going from right to left across your screen here this afternoon. It is Neil Peters and Jaleel Joseph set to return this kickoff. High end over end kick to the far side of the field and it's going to be taken in by Joseph. He's going to cut it up the left side to the 15-20. Spins outside the 20 out to the 30-yard line where he is taken down on the play by the Lions and that's where it will be first and 10 for Alfred at their own 31-yard line. They will start out at quarterback here this afternoon, Zook Smith. Smith did not play last week. He's a 6'6", 200-pound senior. At running back will be Max Freeman the fourth. Had 21 carries, 71 yards last week. Smith played against the Lions last year. Did not show very well. Kelsey goes out wide to the left. Morling, Andrew Morling, goes out wide to the right. And their leading receiver, Darve Gray, 
is in a slot. Freeman lines up to the right ball on the far hash mark on the first play of the ball game here from Alfred University. Handoff goes to Freeman. Freeman takes it off the left side, out to the 35-yard line, gain of about four on the play. And we apologize to you. Going to be honest, we got shoved out of the press box again this year. It seems to be an ongoing affair. And unfortunately, we may be behind on the stats because when we get outside, it's kind of hard to see the screen on the computer. So we'll try to keep up with the stat story for you here this afternoon as best as we possibly can. And we are also next to the pep band who graciously moved to the other side to make sure that we were not interfered by them. So our thanks to them for that. Pitch out goes around the left-hand side. It goes to Hakeem Chambers, who just came in for Freeman. Chambers on the left side, takes it across the 40, out to the 43-yard line, gain of seven, and a first down for Chambers. Initial first down of the ball game. I think we're going to get a heavy dose of the run. They're going to try to shorten the game, knowing what kind of offense we have. And they're thinking ball control, six, seven-minute drives, take time off the clock, and for them, hopefully score. 13.53 left to go in the first quarter. We have just begun initial drive of the ball game. Chambers back into the ball game, moving in motion to the far side is Morley. Chambers, he gets the hand out. Check that. That is Freeman, and Freeman takes it right up the middle across the 45-yard line out to the 47-yard line for a gain of about four on the play. Evan Schlunksker made the tackle there. On the tackle. And we talked about coming into this one, Chuck, all the way up here, and even last night, the Lions' rush defense. How is it? Because last week, boy, they faced a good win in Murray. Right. So we're going to see, you know, we're going to get a heavy dose of the run like we talked about. So see how we respond. Receivers out wide on both sides. Freeman gets the handoff again. Fake handoff. Smith's going to throw it up the middle. He's got a receiver. And a flag is going to come in from the far side. And they're going to call a pass interference on the Lions. Pass was intended for number 15. A little contact. Not quite sure on that one, Chuck. I mean, that looked like incidental. And the ball was way overthrown. They're going to call a holding penalty. That's kind of a bailout call. When they know it couldn't be caught, they're going to say it was holding. Uh, yeah, I'm not so sure about that one either. Deshaun Starks gets hit with it, so that'll give Alfred an automatic first down after the 10-yard penalty gets marked off, and it'll take it into the Mount Territory. They will spot that it at the 43-yard line. 13 minutes to go in this first quarter of play. Boy, you can't ask for a better day in September for a college football game. Temperature yes. around 78 degrees. Very little wind. Out of the pistol formation, Zook Smith, handoff, goes off on the left-hand side to Freeman. Up that time. Freeman got bottled up, as Chuck said, right away at the line of scrimmage for maybe a loss of about a half a yard, second down and a long 10. Uh, so we got him in second long. We'll see what they come up with here. Seth Walden was in the ball game. Now he comes out of the contest. Jacob Kelsey comes out wide to the right. And they're overloading the right side. Darve Gray slot right. Freeman to the left of Zook Smith. He's a left-handed quarterback. Moving on the line. and then We did not. We didn't cross the line, so that should be on them. Absolutely. Our defensive end, Noah Hammond, or check out Declan Brophy. Uh, they're going to talk. Jumped, but, but did not should, cross the yeah, ball. It should be on them. And then the right tackle uh, for the nah, Saxons, boy. Robert Felder, uh, jumped, and they're going to call it against the Lions. Outside. Uh, Defense. That's, we were looking right at it, and that, that's absolutely incorrect. Yeah, it was right across yeah. from us, straight yeah. across. Yeah, yeah. 
So it marks it down to the 38-yard line. The, uh, Boy, what a penalty-laden and aided drive yeah. here by the Saxons. 12-20 to go in this first quarter. No score. Smith with Freeman off on the left-hand side. Took a hard snap count. Now looks to the sideline. And gets the play down to seven on the clock. Hands off to Freeman on the sweep around the right-hand side. Gets hit at the 37 and dropped down at the 35-yard line. Anthony Wright slowed him down, and, and Austin Price finished him. So we got a third and short. That penalty kill. They're going hurry up, Dave. Yep, hurry up. Gain of about three. It brings up third down and a yard. Ball resting at the 34-yard line, just inside the 35. Handoff Freeman straight up the gut. He's going to be hit near the sticks. It depends upon the spot. They're going to give him a kind spot in the first down. Boy. Nate Owen on the tackle. Well, so far, Chuck, this is not a highlight film for the officiating crew because he didn't look like he hit the 33-yard line, but they gave him all the way down to the 32. Yeah. So it's first and ten for the Saxon. I really don't understand the horse. Yeah, I, I guess that's... <laughs> I remember the old, back in the six of the Kansas City Chiefs used to have a yeah. horse. Dropping back, Smith rolls out to the left, looks upfield, left hand to the field. Oh. And is through the hands of Austin Price and incomplete. Donaworth got his hands yeah, on it. Excuse yeah. me. Boy, that he, he could have picked that one. He jumped in front of the, the receiver and, and really could have picked it. Incomplete. 11-12 to go in the first quarter. No score. Good to have you along here this afternoon. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray, bringing you this one. Had a nice drive up here yesterday. Yeah, we did. Team stayed about an hour from the field. We stayed about 15 minutes, and I think we wish we would have stayed an hour from the field. Second down, 10. Handoff. Goes straight up the middle to Freeman. Freeman inside the 30, down to the 25-yard line where they'll spot him after a gain of seven. Yeah, there's some pretty good holes there. Across that front line, they've yeah, got, got some big guys. Alex Rojic at 305, Parker Evans at 315, Nick Castellanos, the center is 265, 300 to Zach Englert, and 315, Robert Felder, the right tackle. Hand off Freeman again, off right side, breaks it to the 20, to the 15 after a big hole open, takes it inside the 15 to the 13-yard line. Yeah, Austin Price was the last line of defense there. He made the tackle. 10 yards on the carry, first down, 10 yards to go at the 13-yard line of the mount. They do have a big offensive line so far. They're, they're shoving us back. Yeah, the smallest guy in that line is the center, Castellanos. 265 yards. Freeman out of the ball game. Hakeem Chambers, the backup running back, 5'9", 180. Senior, he... I'm expecting them to keep pounding it. I would be shocked if they went to the air. I would be, too. Smith, right behind the center. Now hands it off. Now oh, he's going to pass it. Throw into Good. the end zone. Incomplete. Boy, great, great defensive yeah. play. Great defense by Mason Owens at the cornerback position. Yeah, they run a hard slant, and boy, he was right on. That's great defense. Again, a little surprised. I know they want to mix it up, but boy, you know, if I'm a coach, I'm running it down their throat. That's what I'm going to stick with. Wanted to go for the quick strike. Yep. Second down, 10. Yeah, great defense. Ball at the 13-yard line of the mount. This is the initial drive of the football game. Receivers out wide to the left-hand side. Freeman's back into the oh, ball no, game. Now a lot of motion on the line. And Felder, at right tackle, now is going to get hit with an illegal procedure. 
Five yard penalty. So that might change your play call now. Second and 15. Takes it back to the 18-yard line. 10.04 left to go. Zook Smith, the quarterback, did not play last week. It's his first start today. Now he pitches it out around the left-hand side to Freeman. Got a block inside the 15 to the 10, inside the 10, and down to the 8-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of about 10 yards on the play, and it will be third down and call it four yards to go from the eight-yard line. Again, they're not they're not messing around. They're getting right up to the line of scrimmage. And Brings up third down and three. May have heard the PA announcer yeah. say three, but it's That's more four. like four. Yeah, it's more like four. Freeman to the left of Zook Smith. Ball right in the center of the field at the eight-yard line. They need to get at the five. To get a first down inside the four, actually. Throw into the Oh, it's taken Austin. on the play. Great it's play. By Austin. He went Prince. down. He went Price down. He's now going to take a knee. All right. Just take the touchback. Big play by Austin Price there. Jumped in front of the receiver. I don't think the quarterback ever saw him. Just snuck in between yep. the quarterback and the receiver and picked up the first, or picked up the interception. Big turnover there by the Lions. Big turnover. Because they basically did what they wanted to do. They, they received. They wanted to go down and take a quick lead. And, uh, boy, big play by Austin. Lions will now get the football. They are going to start out with Mariano McKenzie. You know, check out. It will be Cornell Beecham. They thought they were going to go with McKenzie to start out the ball game, but they're going to go with Beecham. Taylor out of the pistol to start it. Lions going from right to left. First and ten. They take over the ball at their own 20. Ball right in the center of the field. Receivers out wide on both sides. Newton. And Ayler in the slot on the left. Handoff right up the middle to Beecham. Gets to the 20 and gets knocked back immediately by Tyreek Ormill. Yeah, nothing there for Cornell there to run. No hole at all. Ormill, the defensive tackle, 6 feet, 260-pound junior. Into the ball game now. Lions going hurry up now. Cam York's into the ball game, goes out wide left. They're going to go trips out wide left. Omar Porter is the single receiver out wide to the right. Cornell Beecham to the right of Taylor. Ball in the far hash. Mark Taylor got the snap. Looks over the middle. Ball tapped and intercepted at the line of scrimmage. It's grabbed by one of the linebackers, and he's going to take it down inside the five and in for the touchdown. They're going to spot him out of bounds at the one. That was Tim Dahl. Tim Dahl. Defensive lineman. Number 32 picked that one off. They didn't even have him on the two deep this week. 8.35 8.35 left to go. Taylor throwing the interception. Well, they got six points on the scoreboard, but they did not score. Looked like he scored, but they put him out of bounds at the one, and that's where they'll take it over at. Yeah, Josh tried to throw a little touch pass, a little screen, and he just got his big uh, hand up and deflected it and made a good, good Eight, play. 8.35 left to go in this first quarter. As you said, scoreboard says 6 nothing. Now, it's now the, they just switch it back. Now zero. Bob Rankle is saying, I thought it was a touchdown. He's yeah. screaming at the officials on the sideline. Now and now the officials are going to take now. a timeout. No, they're going to give a timeout. To, yeah. And it will be a timeout taken by Alfred as they want to get themselves together. And Bob Rankle's going out talking to the referee saying, hey, I thought that was a touchdown. And 
He's not going to get any satisfaction. We'll take a quick timeout. 8.35 to go in the first quarter. There is no score here on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, NYPD Pizza, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. NYPD Pizza, 5329 Foley Road, and NYPDPizza.com. Thank you, Wishbone Tavern. For your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Wishbone Tavern, 5251 Del High Pike and wishbonetavern.com. Back here at Yenovich Stadium on the campus of Alfred University. 8.35 to go in the first quarter of play. No score, but Alfred after the interception at the one-yard line of the mountain. Hand off to Freeman. Takes it in for the score, and it's 6-0 Alfred. Yeah, he basically just walked in. Well, it's, it's kind of like last week, starting off really struggling, stopping the run. Hopefully we can make some adjustments here because it's too easy right now. 8.31 left to go in the first quarter of play. And coming in to attempt the extra point. For Barnini. Barnini will come in to attempt the extra point. Oh, and the blocked. kick is blocked. We can turn. Blocked. We can go. Grab. It's going to be taken by Price. Price is going to take it 75 yards all the way to the visiting. Come on, Austin. He's going to take it to the five. And, in. and for the two-point conversion. So that gets us on the board. we got a baseball score now, 6-2. Six 6-2. To two. Six to two. <laughs> nice return. I don't know see, see who got the block, Chuck. But Austin Price picked it up on the run and outran everybody 75 yards for the two-point conversion. Yeah, Austin's got great speed, and uh, he ran it back for the two. That's big for the Lions. Get a little momentum back there. Nice. That happened to us a, a couple of years ago, I think, or maybe even last year. Somebody blocked it and ran it back for two points against us. So the Lions give up a touchdown off the interception. Down 6 nothing, and then they block the extra point attempt. And Price takes it back 75 yards for the two-point conversion. Yeah, we didn't catch who blocked. He did a heck of a job, got in there really fast, made a really nice block, and just fortunate just bounced right into Austin's hand. So with 8.31 left to go, In the first quarter, it is six to two, and Ian Barbini is going to be the man to kick it off. Number eighteen, as now Alfred will be kicking it off. They're in their white uniforms. Forgot to tell you that white uniforms with purple numerals, gold trim. They almost look like Defiance. Yeah, or the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, same type uniforms. Yep. Lions in their all-blue uniforms today. White numerals, gold trim, and the white helmets. Back set to return, Cornell Beecham. He's the single setback, back at about the 12. And Barnini kicks it off high, right down the center, right to Beecham. At the 10. Right up the middle to the 15, 20, 25, 30. He's going to be hog-tied. Took his helmet off at the 40, they're 45. Gonna they're going to throw a flag, but then they're going to blow it yeah, dead as they should have. Yeah, I think once the helmet comes off, he got to stop. But we should get a face-masking penalty. So we should probably end up around midfield with it is going to be my guess. Somewhere, somebody got hold of Beach. Nothing stops this kid. <laughs> he is just pure energy from beginning to end. As we told you. Yeah, from a safety issue, you know, he had a yeah. chance, but you have to stop the play. have to take it on. That's, that's a rule in the NCAA. They don't do that too much 
You don't see it very often. No. But in that case, that was the right thing to do. And, of course, which I think is one of the craziest things in the NCAA, because he had his helmet come off, he's got to leave yeah. for one play. I don't understand that. I've I said this time and time again, Chuck, these kids pay thousands and thousands of dollars for an education, and they can't figure out how to put their helmet on in 10 seconds. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. Okay, they're going to mark it off, so, yeah, we should be close to midfield. It's a spot foul where they picked it off. 15-yard penalty, face masking, grabbing the back of the helmet, no matter how you want to put it. Right. And it will put the ball right at the 50-yard line. Bob Rankle giving the official an earful, but, I mean, when your defensive player comes away with the offensive player's helmet, yeah. what do you have to argue about? <laughs> yeah, that penalty probably stopped the touchdown. So, I don't know what he's... I don't know what he's arguing about. Personal foul, face mask. Number 24 on the defense. It's a 15-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. The runner is not allowed to continue once he loses his helmet. Push out. Yeah. That's on Adam Meads. Yeah, they explained it correctly. Yep. He's still questioning. I, I don't... Yeah, I'm not sure what Bob yeah. Rankle's arguing about here. I mean, this is one of those plays where it was pretty evident, and they're, they're actually getting yeah. pretty heated on the sideline about it. Yeah, I, I'm confused. He's still nope. going. Yeah. He's going to go after the other guy. Rankle is saying something about he put his head down. Maybe he's th yelling uh, targeting by uh, Beecham. You, you never see that call. No. Anyway, the Lions have the football back. First and ten right at midfield down 6-2, to 8-21 to go in the first quarter. Taylor with Mariano McKenzie to the right of him now. Beecham out of the ballgame. Dropping back Taylor. Looks left. Now looks right. Up the right side. He's got an open receiver. Nice complete to Omar Porter. Yep. Porter at the 37-yard line. That'll be a completion of 14 yards and a first down for the Lions. Yeah, just ran a little down and out. And nice throw by Josh. Very nice catch by Omar. A little high. Went up and snabbed it. Tyler Hopperton told me yesterday he expected to see their secondary play maybe even 30 yards off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they want to keep everything in front of them. Taylor. Now Beecham back into the ball game. And Beecham, fake handoff. Taylor keeps it right up the middle, spins to the right, and takes it down to the 36-yard line, just a gain of a yard for Josh. Yeah, I think if he hands out the Cornell, there might have been something there, but those are split-second decisions. And Josh felt that was the right thing to do to keep it, and he picked up a yard. 7.35 and running. Left to go in this first quarter of play. Coming out wide to the left, Joey Newton. Slot right is Jake Ayler. Out wide right is Porter. Beecham just to the left behind the tight end of Taylor. Taylor takes a snap, rolls out to the left. Gets a block, but then they're going to call a holding penalty. Tucks it under to the 30 and run out of bounds inside the 30 at the 27-yard line. And one of the defensive linemen are screaming at the Lions right now. This is one of these games where the officials better get a handle yeah. on things right yeah. away. Might have been and on Gary Powell. Holding. Offense. Number 24. That's who yeah, it was. Yeah. Gary Powell, the tight end. Yeah. Replay second down. So, it'll stay second down. Yeah, we're going to have to be patient. Yeah, it's going to be second and long, about 20, 21 yards. They, uh, they're dropping a linebackers back. They've got, they're only rushing four and... If they only rush four and they can drop seven, it's going to be tough to find holes for Josh to throw to. He's going to take it back to the 46-yard line. And now they're rushing three. Bring down second and about 20. 
Ball at the 46 of Alfred. Taylor, single setback now out of the shotgun. Drops back, looks up the right side. He's got a receiver out there and overthrew the intended receiver in Joey Newton. Newton went right over his head last week. Had seven catches for 80 yards. Ran the ball one time for four. And that would have had been a perfect throw, Dave. Again, they're dropping seven. Uh, third and 20, there's not a lot of plays in the playbook for third and 19 or 20. Third and 20. Lions will flood the secondary now. Beecham in the backfield to the right of Taylor. Crowd getting into it. 6.59 remaining in the first quarter. Lions down 6-2. to two. Third down, 20 yards to go from the 46 of Alfred. Here comes the yeah. blitz. They're showing the blitz. Now backs out as Taylor saw it coming and changed the play. And Drops back anyway. Taylor. Taylor up. looks up, goes out to the okay. right, dumps it off underneath, and it is complete to Beecham. Beecham at the 35 is upended at the 31-yard line. I think they can go for it here. It's going to be fourth four, down. Three, four, about four yards to go. Yeah, I think they go for it. 6.40 left to go. Second down, four yards no, to go. It's, it's, well, it's fourth down. I think they got that wrong yep, over there. Yeah, fourth down. Yeah. Fourth and four. It's kind of no man's land. You don't want to punt from inside your 30, so I think this is the right call to go for it. Fourth down, four at the Alfred 31-yard line. Need to get to the 27. Taylor looks to the left, throws over the middle. Complete first down on the play to the 15, to the 10. That is Zakeem Hundley. Hundley didn't play last week, and he's into the lineup this week, number 11, catching the pass, getting the first down, and the Lions will have it first and goal at the Alfred 10. Yeah, big third down completion. Big third down completion. Six minutes to go in the first quarter. Or fourth down. Fourth down, sorry. First down. Six to two. Dropping back is Taylor. Throws out into the flat. Complete on the play to Jay Taylor. Gets it to the three. Spins to the two. Lost the handle of the football. And it goes through the end zone, but they're going to mark him down right at the one-yard line. It'll bring up second and goal. Yeah, quick little throw to Jake there, and he battled all the way down to the one. So we got second and goal from the one. Zakeem Hundley is back into the ball game. Check it. He checks out and back into the ball game. Is Newton handoff Beecham. Beecham right up the middle from the one. Got stopped at the line of scrimmage and no game. Tried to take it right behind Danny Mabe, the center. and Boy, it was just stopped up right there. Yeah, you know me. I like under center when the ball's on the one-yard line and Josh just a quarterback sneak it. One on the play. Five minutes exactly left to go in the first quarter. Third down, goal to go for the Lions. Now they're saying it's on the two. Ball resting in near the two-yard line, maybe loss of about a yard. Beecham to the right of Taylor. Taylor, fake handoff, rolls to the right, throws into the end zone, open man, touchdown for the Lions! Cooper Jones, the tight end, sophomore from Salina, Ohio, picks up his first touchdown reception of the season, and the Lions now have taken the lead at 8-6 with 4.44 to go in this first quarter. Yeah, Saxon sold out on the run there, and he was wide open. Nice play fake by Josh. Nice call by Coach Corral, and he was wide open. 8-6 Lions. Kyle Farfsing comes into the ball game to attempt the extra point. Farfsing last week was perfect. 
on the PATs, put up and straight through the uprights. 444 left to go in the first quarter. Your score now. Mount St. Joseph 9 and Alfred 6 here on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Bearcat Storage, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Bearcat Storage, two locations on Delhi Pike and BearcatStorage.com. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, OpenBoxOutlet.com. Want to thank uh, Taylor Sunderhouse for getting all the spots this year for our broadcast, WDTC Radio FM 98.1, part of our Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. He has done an outstanding job, and hopefully you're enjoying listening to these broadcasts as much as Chuck and I are to bring them to you. So much so we drove seven and a half hours to get up here yesterday. And to sit out in the bleachers to call this. That's right. All right, so Lions will kick it off. Farfsing is going to kick it off to Neil Peters and Jaleel Joseph. Joseph ran back the opening kickoff, 32 yards. Gave him good field position, led to their touchdown, and this one is taken in by Neil Peters. Peters is going to cut it oh to boy. the middle of the field. Got an opening, 25-20, oh and takes it out to the 30-yard line. He coughed up the football. The Lions recovered it, but they'll say he was down. Boy, that looked 33. It looked like he was going to take it longer than fortunately for us it closed up. The little bit of wind we have behind us right now, he kicked that ball all the way down to the one, but uh, at times special teams coverage, we've been struggling with that a little bit. 4.34 remaining to go in the first quarter. Lions on top of it 9-6. to six. Going out wide to the left for Alfred. On first and ten from the, well, they're going to spot him right at the 31-yard line. A couple yards shy than what I thought he was at. First and ten. Zook Smith, the quarterback, did not play last week. And fake handoff. He's going to throw the ball oh, deep. He's he got an open receiver, open. and that is complete to Gray. Gray to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Boy, they just hit the Lions with a 69-yard no, touchdown strike. And all of a sudden, Alfred is back on top of it at 12 to 9. Yeah, he, you know, a heck of a play fake, and he was open by, God, 10 yards. Uh, it's hard to say easy scores, but that was an easy score. Well, he just. Line secondary just, you know, yeah. bit on the run, and it just wide open. Bit up on the run, Bernini. I feel like I'm watching the Godfather movie when he comes in to kick it. Bernini, right footed kicker. We'll go for the extra point, put that one up, and that one is good as the Lions could not get through to block that one. 4.25 left to go in this first quarter. It is now Alfred 13, the Lions 9 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue, and DelhiBarbers.com. Chuck, as you said, that was just way too easy. Lions cannot give up scores like that. Yeah, you know, you go down, you work like heck, and you make a fourth down conversion, you score, and then boom. First play, hit, get hit with a 70-yard, you know, again, wide open. Obviously, there was some miscommunication in the secondary there, and, uh, yeah, just wide open. 
That's a backyard football score. Yep, they just continued to run, 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 and the Lions thought they would run it on first down. Didn't. 69 yards late. Yet later, Alfred's got the lead by four. Yeah, we're in for a dogfight. You can just tell by the way this is going. It's going to be a dogfight. I don't really like the body language that the Lions are putting forth right now. Well, again, it goes back to a big win last week. You do everything as a coaching staff in your power to try to let them avoid that letdown, but you're probably not going to have that same emotion as you did last week. So Beecham back at about his own 10-yard line. They kicked it directly to him last time. Barnini, right-handed, I should say right-footed kicker. 13 to 9, and he kicks it straight to, to Beecham again at the 10. Cuts it up the middle to the 15, 20, now to the right side. 25, 30, gets a block outside the 35, run out of bounds near the 38 yard line on the play, a 28 yard return. First down for the Lions. Down on the scoreboard, 13 to 9. Yeah, both teams are getting excellent returns, and I'm surprised they're kicking right at them. I thought maybe they'd say, you know, a little directional, try to kick it to the right side, pooch it, do some things, but they're going right at him. So hopefully, one of these, well, we're getting great field position. Maybe one he can take to the house. You know, we said at the beginning of the game, pregame show, Bob Rankle's an old time coach. He's yeah. almost the kind that, hey, hey right. we're going to beat you. We're going to beat you at your best. Yep. 418 to go. Beat him to the left. Lions spread out the defense now. Now moving out of motion out of the backfield is Beecham. Taylor's going to throw it out to the right side, complete on the play to Jay Kaler across the 40 to the 41-yard line, just about three yards on the reception. Call it second down and about a long seven yards to go. Ball at the 41-yard line. Have not seen Beecham line up in the slot as of yet. We will see that before the end of the day. He gets the handoff around the left-hand side. Takes it up across the 41, out to the 44-yard line. That's a gain of three. And it brings up third down and calling it a, a long four yards to go for the Lions. 345 remaining. And so far the defensive line is holding up. Now Beecham goes to the, now he's going out wide right. Porter's going to line up slot right. Lions have trips receivers out to the near side. Josh Taylor is going to be out of the shotgun. Empty backfield, takes the snap, throws it over the middle. Complete on the play to Cam York at midfield. Inside Alfred territory to the 46-yard line. First down after an eight-yard completion. Yeah, they're playing, a, you know, seven guys are dropping back, but it's there's some holes there. If he gets time, he should be able to complete some. He won't be able to throw it down the field a ton, but he can take those short passes all day long. Both teams have really moved the ball almost at will here today. It's been turnovers and special team efforts that have been the bane of their existence on both sides. Taylor, empty backfield again, throws out to Beecham. Got the pass at the 45-yard line. 40, broke a couple of tackles, and gets pushed out of bounds inside the 40 at the 39-yard line. Yeah, he made the first guy miss, and that enabled him to pick up about another five yards. That's seven on the completion. Second down, three yards to go. Two thirty-five remaining in this first quarter. Again, we apologize for our inability to bring you the stats here this afternoon. 13-9, your score. Dropping back, Lions with the lead. Taylor's going to keep it to the left, now to the right. Picks up a block, but that block was eluded. And a great play coming up 
from the defensive secondary position by Jaden Noel. I like that call with them dropping seven back. I think I think if Josh, instead of going east-west, goes north-south, he picks up that first down, but I think that's going to be there. We just seem to be like a half-step slow today, Chuck. Yeah, we missed our block over there. He turns up, gets the first down easy. You hear the crowd getting into it, the pep band to the right of us. Minute 45 to go in the first quarter. It is 13-9, Alfred on top of it. Newton in motion to the far side. Drops back Taylor on third and two. Rolls out to the right. Throws up the field. He's got a completion to, to Newton. Newton breaks free to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's inside the 5. Touchdown, Lions! What a great improvise by Josh and Joey. Joey was initially covered. Josh waved him down the field a little bit more, tossed it out to him, and made a great catch and run after the catch. 33-yard reception for the touchdown by Joey Newton. That's his second TD of the season. And the Lions now have regained the lead in this seesaw affair. 15-13, to 127 to go in the first quarter. And we were one man short on the PAT, but he ran out there, so we still got 15 seconds on the play clock to get this off. Farfsing with Murray the holder. Good snap, good hold, good kick is through. We're just going to keep it right here. A minute 27 to go in this first quarter, and the Lions have regained the lead by three, 16 to 13. Even with all the things that I'm saying that are kind of critical about the mount right now, Chuck, they still have found themselves in front of this ball game, 16-13. Yeah, we've made a couple big plays on offense. It's like a basketball game right now, Dave. Yeah. Now they're, you know, they're coming up the court. So, you know, 16 to 13 in the first quarter, this might be one of them the first team to 50 wins. Let's hope it doesn't Boy. get that crazy, but right now we're on pace for that. Yeah. I mean, the thing about we had the question coming in, the Lions' defense. Was it Porras against the run, or was it Murray last week? Well, right now, Maxwell, who had 21 carries, 71 yards a week ago, now has come in here, and he has done pretty much what he has wanted against the defense of the Lions. Yeah, like you say, we got a big, they got a big line, and... They're opening up some holes, and boy, they're hitting them, and you know they're getting chunks. You know, maybe they brought an extra guy up, and that's what happened. And all of a sudden, he hit us with a long bomb. But uh, yeah, we're going to have to stop the run. It's interesting. The restaurant we went to this morning, they said, "Don't go out on the patio because the bees are terrible out there." <laughs> we didn't see any of them out there. Now we come here, and we've seen bees all over the place. Farfsing is going to kick it off. It's going to be a low line drive kick that's going to be taken in over by the 10 by Neil Peters. And Peters is trying to reverse his field at the 20. Cuts it back to the 23-yard line, cutting it to the near side. And he's going to be taken down by Austin Price. And it looked like Mariano McKenzie. It, it turned out, well, I don't think Kyle meant to do that. They sometimes do that when they're kicking against the wind. He just kind of missed it. But uh, turned out well, they kept him inside the 25. Wind has kind of come and gone here, but, I mean, when you're down in this gully, Chuck, with this stadium, I don't think the wind is going to be much of a factor unless it's coming out of the north or the south. Yeah, it, it looks a little, looks like we got it a little bit. It might be more crosswind, but I think they it's a little bit behind us right now. Yeah, I feel more of it coming into our back. So, Zook Smith, the quarterback, moving in motion the tight end to the right-hand side for Alfred, and the handoff goes to Freeman. Freeman around the left side trying the sweep. He's going to take it across the 25, 
And he stopped at the 27-yard line, maybe the 28 on the far side. Max Freeman, the ball we, I'm sorry, we need to get a negative play here. Get him in some type of predictable with, with them being runner pass. We just, they're really, we're really on our toes. Second and six, they're going to give him a gain of four. That's about what he's averaging per rush here in this game. Gray comes out slot to the right-hand side. Jacob Kelly wide right as they've got trips out to the right-hand side. Freeman to the right of Zook Smith. Ball on the far hash mark line showing blitz. And here comes Stevenson. Dropping back Smith. Throws it out to the left-hand side. Complete to Gray. Stutter steps on the sideline outside the 40. Out to the 43-yard line before he stepped out of bounds on the play. That's about 15 on the reception. And it's first down for the Saxon. Yeah, we were in a kind of a Tampa 2 there. And they just threw underneath the safety. Wide open. 20 seconds to go in the first quarter. They don't have to run another play. As a matter of fact, the play clock hasn't even started running. Ten seconds to go in the quarter. First quarter. Lions leading about three. They're trying to get us to jump off sides here. And Smith, oh, they're they going to take the play. They dish it out to Freeman. There Freeman gets hit at the 52, or the 42, excuse me, by Starks and knocked out of bounds. And that is the end of the first quarter of play. When we come back, it will be third down and 11 yards to go from the 43-yard line of the Saxon. Your score at the end of one. It is Mount St. Joseph 16, Alfred 13 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, Screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Well, we have switched sides of the field now. Alfred going from right to left across your computer screen. Second quarter action. Lions lead it by three, 16-13. Now the Saxons showing some movement on the offensive line, putting men in motion. Fake handoff. Zook Smith's going to show it. Throw up the right side to Gray and overthrew him by about five yards. And Boy, Lions need to get some... Some help back there. Help back there. That was Anthony Wright as he covered the man out of the backfield. and He was a couple yards behind him. Yeah, that, that could have been a big play for them. So now we got them in third and long, so I would expect them to throw here. We just missed getting to the quarterback that time, so we're getting a little bit better pressure. And I talked about the Yankee hats. I'm seeing some Buffalo Bill hats around here, yeah. too. And, of course, the Bills came up with a big uh-huh. win on Thursday night. Beat My adoptive Rams. team. <laughs> they beat up the Rams pretty good. Yeah, 31-10. to 10. Yep. 16-13, Lions oh, lead us. Here comes the blitz and the screen pass thrown out to the right, but the Lions had it smelled out perfectly on the pass catch out on the right-hand side to Kelsey. He caught it but lost two on the play. It'll be fourth down 12. Anthony Wright came up and made a great one-on-one tackle, so we're going to force the first punt of the game. 
And the officials have called a timeout for whatever reason. Stopped the clock. And I believe they're going to put it now. Not sure why they've yeah. stopped the clock, Chuck. Yeah. Now they're telling to start the, oh, they didn't start the 40-second clock. 40-second clock. 14.35 left to go in this first half. At halftime, a preview of the Pittsburgh Steelers-Cincinnati Bengals game tomorrow. Stick around with us at halftime for that one. 16-13, Lions lead it here. Barnini is going to punt this football away. Heavy rush, but he gets it away. Right-footed, sidewind kick. Beecham's going to let it bounce and then take it in at the 17-yard line. He's going to get hit right there, and they're going to call a targeting on the play. The far side official on the near side threw the flag from about 30 yards away, and I think they're going to get someone for Alfred for targeting. Okay, he's going to go tell the head of this right here. Cornell did a nice job. He couldn't get it on the fly, but he, if he lets it keep bouncing, it's going to roll inside the 10. Well, now, they're pointing towards us, so did we... Maybe there's a hold or block in the back on that? Well, let's well, see. Let's see. They let them sort it out. Well, they're pointing well, back. It's going to be a block in the Number back against the Lions. Block in the back. Number 27 on the return. Wow. Wow. I don't know to you. To me, Chuck, it looked like the man who made the tackle on Beecham just put his head down right into him. Huh. Led with his helmet, but yeah, evidently they didn't see that. Yeah, that, 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 yeah that's. So, 14-14 left to go. That's going to march the Lions back inside their own territory deep. Half the distance to the goal line from the 17-yard line. And it's going to take it all the way back to, well, if they ever decide to mark it. Yeah, well, we're going to end up inside right around the 10 anyway. Yep, right around the 9-yard line is where they'll spot it. So, so far, we haven't not been able to run the football that effectively. So, we'd really like to get it, run it out of there a little bit. 9-yard line, first down and 10. First down, 10, 14, 14 to go. Lions lead it by three. Taylor with Mariano McKenzie in the backfield with him now. Stack receivers out on both sides. Here comes the blitz shown by Alfred, but Taylor has really done a nice job of seeing that early. Drops back, throws out to the left side, complete on the play, and it goes to Joey Newton at the 30-20 yard line, out to the 21-yard line, and he's got a first down after a 12-yard game. Well, their they're running games are short passing game right now. As I said, they're dropping seven almost every down, so those passes are there. I want to thank your wife this afternoon and Kyle Farfsing's mother for providing us water up here. Yeah, we're right in the sunshine, that's for sure. As we are boiling away, although it's gorgeous out here. Just a nice breeze. It's not bad out here, Chuck. No, not bad at all. Taylor, first down 10 from his own 21-yard line. And he's still got McKenzie in the backfield. Now drops back. Good protection. Rolls out to the right. He's going to throw it up the right side. Got a receiver, and it is in and out of the hands of Jake Ayler. He had it right on the sideline, but he dropped it in a good defensive play by one of the up safeties, Christian Govel. Yeah, Jake originally was not open, but then uh, Josh pointed him to a direction. He got there, and it just the DB just at the last second got his hand in there. Could have been a big play. We get, as announcers, we get a two-deep chart, which is basically the starters and their backups. Well, this week we got last names, no numbers, and their position. And we've got three players right now that have played that have were not on the two-deep chart. Second down, 10. Taylor is going to keep it right up the middle out of the shotgun, and he's going to be stopped right at the 22-yard line, maybe a yard of a gain. Yard gain. 
Yeah, we're just really struggling running the football right now. Gain of one on the play. Telling you, we just we look like a half a step slow. Like we're just not on top of our game right now. Thirty-nine. Okay, I'm sorry, they're playing two safeties deep. The corners are off, and uh, yeah, it's just tough to throw down the field. We might have to throw it in front of the sticks and hope they can run with it. Beecham on third down, nine yards to go. Back into the ball game for McKenzie. He's to the left of Taylor. Ball in the center of the field. Moving in motion is Ayler to the far side. Dropping back Taylor. Gets a good read. Gets it underneath. Nice catch on the play by Joey Newton. Spins away from one tackler. Takes it across the 35 to the 36. And 11-yard gain and another first down for the Lions. It's almost like it's Tom Brady to Wes Welker or Edelman or something because them two have a great connection. He goes across the middle, wide open, great throw, first down, move the chains. Well, if they could just stay patient like this all day long, they're going to move the football. Yeah, because, they're again, they're, they don't want anything behind them. No. 12.20 to go, and the handoff goes around the left-hand side to Beecham, and Beecham picks up maybe a yard around the left side up to the 37-yard line. They'll mark him at the 38. Yeah, I like the fact they're sticking with it here and there. you got to keep them honest, and, you know, you give the ball to him, eventually he's going to break one. Second down, eight yards to go, ball at the 38-yard line. Lions putting together a drive here, started at their own nine-yard line. Coming out wide to the right quarter, slot right is going to be Newton, and now moving out at a receiver spot, emptying the backfield is Cornell Beecham, two receivers out wide to the far side. Ball in the far hash mark, dropping it second and eight, throws it out to the far side, complete on the play to Jake Ayler at the 43-yard line. That's a five-yard completion, and it brings up third and four, Chuck. Yeah, I think what they're trying to do, again, they're only rushing three. Keep it in front and get us into third downs, and then it, it's almost like a coin flip, and, and they just won't, they don't want us to get past the sticks. And it is now third and four. Multiple substitutions coming in now defensively for the Saxon. Third down, four yards to go. Empty backfield again, spread wide. Taylor's going to keep it off right tackle. Cuts nice it to the 45-50. He's got the first down inside Alfred territory at the 43-yard line. 13 yards on the carry and another Lion first down. Yeah, with a three or four-man rush and, and seven or eight dropping back, if we block just a little bit, he's going to have enough of a crease to make those first downs. Lions have run off about four minutes on this drive so far, Chuck. Yep. Started at their own nine-yard line ball. Just inside the 43, and that pass thrown out to the right, trying to go to Omar Porter, got batted down at the line of scrimmage by J.J. Mundo. Yeah, he got in there unblocked, and he just jumped up and made a nice deflection. We had an open receiver. Again, they'll be open uh, uh, underneath. That's a football name. Either that or somebody serving you drinks in the Caribbean. J.J. Mundo. Well, you can't get any better than that. 10.49 left to go with the little umbrellas down there. 16-13, 16-13, Lions with the three-point lead. 10-49 left to go in this first half. Lions with trips out to the far side in the diamond formation. Dropping back Taylor. Taylor looks over the middle. Got a receiver complete on the plate. Cam York to the 25-20. Stumbled and is going to be taken down at the 15-yard line. Again, good protection. Josh hangs in the pocket, and he broke a, uh, out over the middle. 25 yards on the reception. 16-13. Lions lead it. They started this drive at their own nine-yard line. Yeah, methodically. 
Good decision-making so far by Josh. And they found something here, too, Chuck. They've got empty backfield. They're going stri- straight shotgun with receivers out wide, Get it spreading out the defense. That pitch is going out to the left-hand side. Is that to Beecham? Beecham is going to take it in for the score. Touchdown, Cornell Beecham. Takes it in from 13 yards out, and the Lions now have opened up the lead at 22-13. Yeah, just a little swing pass again. Get him in space. Give him the ball. He's tough to bring down one-on-one. 22-13, Lions with the lead. Cornell Beecham, believe it or not, his first touchdown. I'd take him in a fantasy league, though. Absolutely. (laughs) Farsing coming in to attempt the extra point. 10-15 remaining to go in the half. Good snap. Kick is up, and the kick is good. 10-15 to go in this first half. Your score now, Mount St. Joseph 23 and the Saxon 13 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and Thank you, NYPD Pizza, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. NYPD Pizza, 5329 Froley Road, and NYPDPizza.com. Lions have opened up their biggest lead of the afternoon, 23-13. Chuck, we kind of talked just a second about it, but it appears offensively they found a wrinkle against that defense, just taking the receivers, empty backfield, Taylor out of the shotgun and spreading out that defense. Yeah, he's he's in the offensive line's doing a really nice job protecting. That's uh, Coach Bales and and Coach Weeks that that do that, and they they're holding up really well. Josh is having the time. He's being patient too. He's not looking to run right away. He's being patient. Guys are breaking open. I mean, you get three, four, five seconds to throw with our receivers. Somebody's gonna break open. Ten fifteen to go. Lions will kick it off. Farsink kicks it on a squib kick up the middle, and it'll be taken in by Peters. Peters right up the middle to the 20, 25. He's going to break a couple of tackles and take it out to the 30-yard line. They have done a nice job of breaking tackles on returns here today, Chuck. Yeah, that kick was on purpose that time, the squib kick into the wind a little bit. But, yeah, they're, they're getting the ball to the 30, 35 each time. But, again, it's better than, you know, one going to the house. And I th- guess the thought process, into the wind, kicking off, we'd rather do it that way. Boy, there are a lot of players playing today for Alfred that were nowhere near the two-deep chart this week. <laughs> I guess you dress them all at home. I guess. <laughs> 10 9 to go in this first half of play. Halftime, preview of the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game. Tomorrow, out of the NFL, opening weekend, Smith. Handoff goes to Maxwell on the right side, breaks the right tackle, breaks the tackle, gets it out across the 30 to the 33-yard line for a gain of three. Yeah, they bottled that one up pretty good. He had a little crease, but it closed pretty quick, and and uh, we a couple guys in on the tackle. So three yards, we can live with that. 23-13, Lions lead it by 10. Took that drive 91 yards to take a 10-point lead. Dropping back Smith, pump fake. Looks to the right. He's got a receiver incomplete. Oh, threw it over the head of the intended receiver, Jacob Kelsey. He ran into Austin Price. Yeah. Price did a nice job of staying away from a penalty on yeah, that play. Yeah, in the old days, the NFL, they're drilling Ooh. the guys. But yeah, he, he held up, but he was there that time. So that we they had him kind of sandwiched. 9.37 left to go in the first half. And even though you can't clock him, that receiver felt his, his, yeah. his presence. Trips out to the near side. Maxwell to the left of Smith, the quarterback. 
who's a senior this year. Looks things over, now drops back, rolls out to the left. Under a heavy rush. Winds up, throws it upfield. He's got a receiver, and it is caught. Nice catch on the play by Jacob Kelsey in Lions territory at the 27-yard line. A 40-yard completion and a first down for Alfred. He basically threw it up for grabs. He said, my guy's better than your guy, and, and he, he made a heck of a catch. You can't ask Austin for Austin was right on him. Yep. Cannot ask for any better coverage. 9.20 left to go. And they're going to spot the ball back at the 28-yard line. Oh, a big play right there. Absolutely. 9.10 and running left to go. Maxwell gets the handoff right off the right guard. Takes it to the 25-yard line. Continues to move as the offensive linemen continue to block. And he stopped right at the 25-yard line and a little extracurricular activity going on to the side of that scrum. I think the officials were a little slow with a whistle that time, so that led to a little extracurricular. But now we're bottling up the run a little bit better right now. Stevenson has left the ball game, and Evan Schlensker is back in for the Lions. Lions playing that 4-3 defense. 23-13, Lions lead it by 10. Receivers out wide on both sides. Maxwell to the left of Smith with the ball in the center of the field. And Smith will take the snap. Hand, fake handoff, throws it out to the right, and it nice. is complete on the play. Pass is complete to number 35, Good. Zach Walden. Zach Walden caught it. Another one of those guys who's not on our two deep. Nice tackle by Austin Price and short of the first down. So they got him in third down there. Probably two down territory. So Zach Walden... Check that. Seth Walden making that catch. Excuse me. Senior, 6'2", 225 pounds. Maxwell now lines up right behind Smith out of the pistol. Hand off to Freeman right up the middle. Breaks into the clear. 10-5, and he is upended right at the five-yard line by Donaworth. Schlensker just missing for about a loss of four. Just missed him. They took it down to the three-yard line. First down, first down goal. First and goal now for Alfred with seven and a half minutes. Handoff goes off there the left-hand side. And nice play by Anthony Wright to come in and knock down Maxwell right at the original line of scrimmage. No gain. Yeah, nice play by Anthony Wright there. I wondered coming in if Wright would have a little more freedom to do what he is good at, which is chasing down the ball. Yeah, he's got good lateral speed. Right. Probably the best linebacker in the in the league. I'm going to go right out and say that. Fake handoff. Now handoff goes to Maxwell, and Maxwell takes it down to the two. And again, there's that man, Mama, yeah. Anthony Wright. Upending Freeman again. Third down, goal to go from the two. Yeah, so. 6.40 left to go in the half. Again, Freeman. Handoff right side. He'll take it near the end zone, near the goal line. Touchdown. That time he got it in, it took him three cracks, but they finally got it in. And Alfred has cut the lead now. The Lions 23 and Alfred 19. Barnini will come in to attempt the extra point. It looked like they had him bottled up there, but he just kept fighting and got his way in there. And that horse is riding again. Yeah, I can't figure that one out. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss. He's got, 
a helmet on. I'm not quite sure what that is. It's more of a cloth helmet. High snap, but they get it down, and the kick by Barnini is good. 6.32 to go in this first half. Your score now, it's the Mount 23 and Alfred 20 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, Alfred, as they have been known to do, especially this afternoon, Chuck, they come back with an answer of their own, and they cut the Mount lead to 3, 23-20. Yeah, right now the difference in the game is the blocked extra point. They didn't get their point, and we got two out of it, which gives us a three-point lead. So both offenses are kind of having their way. And you're listening to this game on WDTZ-FM 98.1 on your FM dial and also UltimateSportsTalk.com. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray. Here with you, 6.32 remaining to go in this first half. At halftime, CBS Sports will be previewing the Cincinnati Bengals trying to go to their second straight Super Bowl, this time winning it <laughs> as they take on the Pittsburgh Steelers tomorrow afternoon. Barnini kicks it off, dropping back at his own goal line as Beecham, and Beecham is going to take a knee in the end zone for the touchback. Very smart decision. His momentum carried it backwards, so we're going to take the ball in the 25. Good decision there by Cornell. 6.32 remaining, and the Lions will get the ball at their own 20-yard line. Yep, now they're going to put it out at the 25. Yeah, it should be at the 25. They put that rule into effect quite a few years ago. Still confusing. <laughs> 632 remaining. Beecham will stay in the ball game. Porter comes out wide to the near side. Ball in the center of the field. Two receivers go out wide to the left-hand side for the Lions. Taylor, as they go back to the pistol alignment, gets the handoff to Beecham. Beecham up the middle. Now cuts it out to the left-hand side. Picks up some room and is run out of bounds. And a flag is going to be thrown. By one of the back judges. Two-yard gain on the play for Beecham. And let's see what the play, what the call is going to be on the flag. Probably Somebody in that area holding. I know. Taylor's Josh is pointing towards them. Maybe late hit out of bounds or something. Yeah. Uh, face mask. Face mask. The official's mic is not working here today. It was working so, for a while, but yeah. Yeah, now it's not working. So and that'll a, be a 15-yard yeah, penalty. That's big. Gets out of that. Now we're up to the 41-yard line. 41-yard line. really want to thank the pep band director for the Saxon here today. He was nice enough to move his pep band down to a little farther right. away from us, and that was very, very nice of him. 6.20 to go in this first half. Taylor, spread formation again. Out of the shotgun, throws it out to Beecham in the slot, and he takes it to the 41, stopped right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Yeah, they're trying to get him out in space, but they just can't make that initial block, and then, you know, Alfred's credit, they're flying to the ball. Six minutes exactly left to go in the first half. This one has been more of a dogfight than a lot of people expected. 23-20, Lions with a three-point lead. Again, spread formation, trips out to the right. 
Dual receivers out wide left. Taylor takes the snap. Now cuts oh. in the middle, and he got grabbed yeah. by the helmet and about decapitated on yep. the play by one of the down linemen the for Alfred. Looked like 95. Yeah, Dan Canonas. Yeah. Canonas yeah. just grabbed him by the face mask and twisted his neck like a corkscrew. Fortunately, Push Josh looks okay. Face mask, number 95 on the defense. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. That is the third personal foul penalty against Alfred today. Yeah, well, it's kind of like their first drive. We had a bunch of penalties to get them, and now we're well, that's 30 yards in penalties against them. So It's going to take the ball into Alfred territory inside the 50 to the 46, and it's a first down for the Lions, first and 10. Ball almost directly in front of Chuck and I up here in the bleachers. Yeah, we're around the 40-yard line or so. Taylor looking things over as he's got that spread formation again. Here comes the blitz, and Taylor saw it coming. Yep. They show it early, and Taylor sees it and then adjusts the play. Play clock down to 10. Taylor now down to 5, and he'll now take the snap. Looks upfield, throws it over to the left side, incomplete. Nice play, knocked away on a great play defensively by the cornerback. Pass was intended for number seven, Ken York. Yeah, really nice play. Keenan Allison. Excellent coverage by number 27. The ball might have came out a tad late, but uh, really nice play on defense. Chris Cox with the outside linebacker came away with the knockaway on that play. 5.15 to go in the first half. Lions lead it by three. Mariano McKenzie into the ball game. Second down, 10 yards to go. Ball at the 46 of Alfred. I mean, Dave, they've been playing three deep safeties the whole game. They have been. You just can't throw it long. Dropping back is Taylor. Taylor looks upfield. He's got a receiver right there. It's complete to York. 15, 10, 5, dives in, touchdown! That's a heck of a throw by Josh right there. 46 yards on the touchdown completion. And the Lions now have opened up a 29-20 lead, and there's a man in the end zone down for the Saxon, and now he's up and walking away. That is Amir Massey, the free safety. Yeah, they, they, I'm sorry, they split the secondary there, and he came wide open. Again, Josh's offensive line's doing a tremendous job with protection. They're giving him time, and he's, you know, he got it down the field, wide open, and in for six. Massey had a massive collision with... York as he went into the end zone and Massey came away no pun for the intended, worst. Right? No pun intended. <laughs> came away the worst for that one. Farsing will attempt the extra point with 5.05 left to go in this first half. Lions leading it by nine. Good snap. Kick up and the kick is good. 5.05 to go in the first half of play from Yanovich Stadium on the campus of Alfred University in the state of New York. Your score, it's the Mount 30 and Alfred 20 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Changing lives is what great teachers do. And as I saw more students struggling to read, I looked to Mount St. Joseph University for help. The Mount is a national leader in reading science with highly effective research-based methods. Their faculty equipped me to teach students with a range of learning differences, and I was able to make an immediate impact in the classroom. The Mount's fully online reading science program helped me climb higher in my career, but more importantly, is improving the lives of my students. Begin your ascent at msj.edu read. Chuck, it may come down to this one being who has the ball last. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking in the break. It's like a basketball game, and 
you know, 30 to 20 still in the second quarter. So I said the first one to 50, maybe a, it's some things to come. That's, could be, the, could be what happens. Farsing will kick it off for the Lions. Back set to return. Yeah, another, another is kind of Neil drive. Peters, and it's going to be taken in by one of the up backs. Oh, for that is going to be Jaleel Joseph, and he is going to be knocked down immediately at the 13-yard yeah. line. And Donaworth is down. He made a heck of a him, and, and then Austin Price cleaned up. But yeah, he's hurting a little bit. But boy, we really got him pinned in here. Yeah, he's hurting. Stopped him right at the 13-yard line. Donaworth is still down on the field, Chuck. Yeah, I. I hope it's just maybe a, a, a bang on the bone or something. And He's down on all fours, and the training staff and Tyler Hopperton coming out to take a look at yeah, him. Yeah, we hope it's nothing serious. And we, we got him pinned in here. Donaworth's backup is Malachi Hill. From Ringold, Georgia High yeah, School. Man. He's going to be a freshman. He's, he's, he's jogging off, Dave. Now he's jogging off. And you just never know how they're going to react. Yeah, you never know. Yep. Good crowd has come up here to New York actually today to support them out. Yeah, you know, we, we, they have visitors bleachers here, so we got a bunch on the other side. And I know one group, the Newtons, I think left at 3 in the morning to get up here. So love to see uh, the support. 4.59 to go in this first half of action. It is 30-20, the mound. Ball at the 14-yard line, and that's where Zook Smith will start with the ball for the Saxon. Has trips out to the near side. Freeman right beside him on the left-hand side. Smith's going to drop back, throw it over the middle, complete on the play on a nice catch by Jacob Kelsey across the 30 to the 35-yard line. I mean, Dave, that's just too easy. Guys are just wide open. I, I don't know what, what we're doing there, but he's it, just wide open. 16 yards. Sorry, that was not a gain of 31. <laughs> no, no. That would have meant they would have had the ball in the four. Correct. Going out wide to the right-hand side, Darve Gray. Gray. But it does start, I'm sorry, it starts up front. They're getting good protection. Freeman to the left. Tight end to the right, Seth Walden, who's... Lined up to the right-hand side in a slot next to the quarterback. Smith looking it over. Somebody's got a whistle out there. It almost sounds like the play was blown dead, but it wasn't. Handoff goes to Freeman around the right side and outside the 35 up to the 38-yard line. That'll be a gain of about three, and it brings up second down. Yeah, Brady Buller got in there and made the tackle. I guess their hope is if you're, if you're Alfred, you're hoping you can use the whole rest of the half and score. That would be their goal, and our goal is obviously to get it back. They have two timeouts remaining, 3.57 and counting, left to go in this first half of action. Zook Smith, the quarterback, now the tight end, Walden, drops off the line. One step back, handoff to Freeman. Freeman right up the middle, struggles forward. Boy, he is elusive yeah. when he runs it up the middle, gain of about six. Out to the 43, maybe 44-yard line. They'll mark him at the 43. Third down and two. Yeah, Nick Stevenson on the tackle there. Third and short. Big play right here. 325 and running. Smith, handoff Freeman up the middle. Has the first down. Outside the 45 to the 47, 48. Stop right there at the 49. Six yards. Yeah, he's a load. There's no question about it. He's a load. He's not that big either. No, Chuck. but he, he's, he plays bigger than his actual size. 
if that makes any sense. 5'9", 190 pounds, and he is just a sophomore. Yeah, he's strong. Keeps his legs moving. First and ten. Ball just shy of midfield. In Alfred territory at the 49. Taking the snap is Smith. Looks out on the left side. Got a receiver wide open, and it is complete to Kelsey. And Kelsey gets hit inside the 40 at the 38-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 13 and another first down for the Saxon. Yeah, we're, our corners are really dropping off as soon as he drops back. And uh, I know we don't want to get beat deep, but the, those are just, they're wide open. Donaworth is back into the ballgame now at safety. So shook off the effects of that hit on the kickoff return. 2.29 to go in the half. Lions leading it by 10, but Alfred on the move. Smith looks out to the left, throws over to the left side, and it is complete, and then oh. complete. No, they're going to call it a fumble. Oh Lions have picked it up at the 35-yard line, and they're going to run it all the way back for a score, but now I'm hearing a whistle, and somebody is blowing it dead from clear back in the backfield. Wow, the official right on top of it let it go, and the guy uh, on the other side of the field is blowing it dead. Oh, boy, this is going to be something. Now, I'll be honest with you, Dave. I thought it was incomplete. I, I didn't think he had it long enough, but the, the official right on top of it let it go, and they should have all been blowing it dead. Deshaun Starks had picked it up and was running it back for the score, and Rick Thompson is beside himself, and you know something is amiss when Rick is upset. Yeah. Um, yeah but Tyler's talking to the official now. So it's incomplete. I think ultimately that's the right call. Nice hit there, too. But, you know, when you don't hear a whistle and you're running down the sideline, right. you know, you're thinking you got six points. Owens is the one who made the hit. Yeah, it was a really good hit. Really good hit. And then Starks picked up the ball and was running it back, but they blew it dead. So it's second down 10 from the 38-yard line of the Lions. 2.09 left to go. Now the officials what are we gonna do blow now? it dead. Third time out. They're going to talk about it, I guess. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure what there was to talk about. Maybe there's a, a clock issue. Maybe the clock continued to run. His mic's okay. not working either. So nope. I think they want to add. Yeah, they're going to add six the seconds. Clock. There we go. Two minutes, 15 seconds. Okay. And that's what they got yeah, it at, 2.15. Added yeah. six seconds. 30 to 20. Lions leading it by 10. Second down. And 10 yards to go. For the Saxon, they've got Walden tight end right, lined up right behind the right guard. Dropping back is Zook Smith. Throws it out into the flat, complete to Maxwell. Maxwell caught her off the bobble That's inside the 35. Them. That's a hold on down them. at the 33-yard line. Yeah, they. I don't, That's a hold. I don't see a flag though, Chuck. No, they threw a flag. It's a hold. Yeah, they've, they've thrown the flag, but I still don't see it. <laughs> they're con they're talking about it, but I'm telling you. Do you see it? I saw him throw it originally. I don't see it now, but it, it's a hold. Boy, he picked it up quick. <laughs> I still don't see a flag out there. There it is. The, it, now oh, it's there it is. Yeah, yeah. clear down by the 20. Number 15. 10-yard yeah. penalty from the side of the foul. Replay second down. Okay, that's big. 2.08 left to go. That's going to knock them back outside the 40 to the 45-yard line and bring up and make it second down. About 17. And 17 like. yards yeah. to go. Yep. Walden tight end left. Now moves up tight end right. Along the line of scrimmage. Maxwell in the backfield. They have not given Chambers 
any carries in this second quarter. Now and the, now they're going to reset the play clock. Now he's saying, put, yeah, start it back to 25, I guess. He's trying to tell him. Yep, there now, they okay, go. Here we go. Now he's going to wind it. We're under two minutes. Two minutes to go, and now it's running. It is second down, 17 yards to go. Smith looks things over. Lions in that 4-3. Handoff. Now yep. fake handoff. Throws it up the left-hand side. He's got a receiver. That's great. Oh. And they're going to call a penalty on the Lions, and I don't think there was anything there, Chuck. Uh, we had triple coverage. Wow. Yeah, that's, boy, I, I've, I've kept my tongue most of the game, but, boy, that's. That is a poor, poor call. Oh, Defense, boy. Number three, 15-yard penalty, automatic mm. touchdown. What did they call? Did they call holding or pass no, interference? they called pass interference. And I, On what? Yeah, what did I, he do? Yeah, I didn't see anything at all. He, he might have maybe grazed his hand on his back, but nothing to impede him or anything. That's. Well, again, I guess I'm going to say it. You go on the road, you just never know. Yeah, a minute 44 to go. So, it's a 15-yard penalty but from the original first line. down. Yeah, it's an automatic first down. Automatic first down puts the Saxon at the 30. They've got two timeouts left. Remember that. So, they've got a short field to work with here. minute 44 to go in the half. Walden now moves off the line of scrimmage. Handoff to Freeman. Freeman right side. Takes it inside the 30, down to the 27-yard line. Another gain of three yards. Well, it used to be they say if you throw the pass, three things and two bad things can happen. Now it's two good things. You can get pass interference on if you, you breathe on a guy. I don't think Woody and Bo would have <laughs> even taken advantage of that anyway. Woody, Woody would have got another 15 on that. Yeah, that's true. he would have went crazy. Yeah. Might have broken a yard yeah. marker. Yeah. 30-20, to 20, Lions by 10, a minute 10 to go in the first half. Smith, long snap count. Now the handoff, fake no. handoff, throws over the middle, and it is knocked oh, away. And another one. penalty <laughs> called against Deshaun Starks. Another and I'm going to be honest, Chuck, this is getting embarrassing. Well, one thing, if I'm the Lions, what I would do, they're running them same patterns, them kind of like uh, hook patterns or down the seam patterns, little slants. You know, take away that, make him throw to the outside because they're calling it uh, again. There was, you could even see a cushion from up here. There was no touching yeah, it, at all. Yeah, it's it's really good defense if, if you, yeah, and, and now the coaching staff, coach, they're, now they're really getting upset. Yeah. And they should. They should. So that'll be another 15 yard penalty. Yeah, well, we talked earlier, the first drive they had, then we kind of had a, a, a penalty infested. Now they got the penalty infested drive. Takes it down to the Lions 14 yard line. A minute one to go. They've still got those yeah. two timeouts yeah. in their hip pocket. They can do anything they want. Smith putting a man in motion. That is Kelsey to the near side. Handoff Freeman right up the middle. Stopped short. Picked up maybe a yard on the play to the 13. Tell you what, they're doing a really good job managing the clock. I mean, if, if we get it back, there's going to be little or no time. They're doing a nice job. Tell you what, they're better than what I saw out of them last week, last year, and better than what they showed last week. Well, again, that week one to week two thing. Second down, nine yards to go from the 13th. Smith rolls out to the near side, the left side. Looks up, can't find anyone, tucks it go. under, and he's going to be run out of bounds at the 12. Yeah, that's what I'd do, make him throw to the outside. Make him throw outside the numbers. Yard gain on the play, third down, eight yards to go from the 12. Brings up third down and nine. 
Big, big play here. Kelsey comes out to the left-hand side. Coming out to the right-hand, the left-hand side in the slot is Nick Tobin. Tobin, 5'10", 160-pound receiver, fifth-year senior. Third down, call it a long eight yards to go. Smith drops back, throws into the end zone, over the head of Kelsey and incomplete, and it's fourth down. Deshaun Starks with a sarcastic, like, that's incomplete. No no penalty, right? (laughs) So they're going to try the field goal. Anthony Wright and Deshaun Starks are talking with that official that has been the main culprit in throwing two pass interference penalties. Anthony Wright still asking the official, and the official now walking away. 25 seconds, did not use a timeout, and they're going to go for the field goal. Barnini will come in. He's going to kick it away from his 19. It's going to be a 29-yard attempt, 24-yard attempt, excuse me. And that kick is up, and it is good. 22 seconds to go in the first half. We'll take a timeout. Your score, it's the Mount 30 and Alfred 21 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Delhi Skyline Chili, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Skyline, 5137 Delhi Pike, and SkylineChili.com. Think of the NCAA as a marching band. We wouldn't stop with halftime. We'd be full-time. Celebrating student-athletes in everything they do. Okay, so don't think of us as a marching band. Think of us as a spirit squad. Well, just know we're always there for student-athletes. Thank you, Bearcat Storage, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Bearcat Storage, two locations on Delhi Pike and BearcatStorage.com. Well, at halftime, CBS Sports will preview the Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game tomorrow afternoon. What do you think, Cincinnati or Pittsburgh? Uh, you know, I'd have to go with the Bengals at home in their home opener. But, uh, you know, Mitch Trubisky's done a nice job in preseason. He's won that job. And Barnini's going to kick it off with 22 seconds to go. High bounding kick up the middle of the field. Beecham will take it in at the 14-yard line to the 15, out to the 30, to the 40, and he's going to be hogtied and brought down by a gang of Saxon tacklers at the 41-yard line. Yeah, it's a shame there's not a little bit more time, but again, they did a great job of, of running the clock almost all the way out. Lions with a seven-point lead, 30-23, to three timeouts remaining. 15 seconds to go in the half. You'll probably see the Lions just yeah. take a knee. Unlike last week, I expect them to take a knee, and I think it's the right decision going into the wind. They'll have the ball to open up the second Absolutely. half, yep. and they'll take the victory formation. Yeah, Alfred uh, won the toss and, and chose to receive. And Taylor takes a knee, and that'll do it for the first half of play. So it's been back and forth, back and forth, Chuck, and it's almost shaping up to be one of those games of whoever has the ball last has the best chance of winning. Well, if they have it last, hopefully we have a two-score lead. Um, yeah, if you like ping pong, this is the kind of game you got, uh, back and forth and your head going each direction all the time. Hopefully we can bring you some stats here at the end of halftime and maybe some scores. That is the end of the first half. Coming up next, CBS Sports talking about the Cincinnati Bengals-Pittsburgh Steelers game tomorrow at Paul Brown Stadium to open up the NFL season. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray here from Alfred, New York, Yenovich Stadium, and your score at the end of the first half 
It is Mount St. Joseph 30 and Alfred 23 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Action. <laughs> Using gay to mean dumb or stupid, not cool. Not in my house, not anywhere. Words have consequences, you know, so we, we're accountable for the things that we say, and, and words have meaning. And so we have to be careful with the things that we say and be sensitive to others, and so hopefully we can get that across. For someone like Grant Hill to say, and I believe it's wrong, um, and I want you to stop doing it, um, I think is very powerful. It's not creative, it's offensive to gay people, and you're better than when it comes to you know, homophobic in, in the sports world, it's come a long way. And I think that people are realizing that you have to respect one another. You have to respect people's values and what they are because we're not here to judge. And I think it's, it's critical to start the standard for people that are in kindergarten, first, second grade. And it starts with the NBA because uh, a lot of these people, you look up to the stars, these role models, and kids want to be you. And if they see how you're acting towards this, um, it definitely will sway a lot of people. In the game of life, it's not how far you can throw the ball. It's not how high you can fly. It's not how fast you can run. Or how many touchdowns you can score that matters. It's really how you play the game that counts. Because the game only lasts four quarters. For a few years. For that moment in time. Good sportsmanship. 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 Last a lifetime. At Mount St. Joseph, we are on a mission to provide a robust student experience. With small class sizes, over 22 different NCAA Division III men's and women's athletic teams, an eSports team, a vibrant arts and theater program, and dozens of student clubs and campus activities, you'll be sure to find your place at the Mount. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount. Visit our website at msj.edu slash admissions. Welcome back to Alfred University this afternoon. The Lions are taking on the Saxons here in the state of New York. I'm Dave Mitchell along with Chuck Murray and as I said, we are at halftime. There's a lot of games going on around college football today in the top 25 and games that are going to be getting underway later on this afternoon. Number two, Georgia will be taking on Samford this afternoon. Tonight, Michigan will be entertaining Hawaii. Later on this afternoon, number five, Clemson will be playing Furman. And number six, Texas A&M will be entertaining Appalachian State. Tonight, Oklahoma will be playing Kent State. Notre Dame takes on Marshall later on this afternoon, while number nine, Baylor, will be at number 21, BYU. In other games of interest out of the top ten, number 10, USC, will be at Stanford tonight at 7.30 on ABC. Number 11, Oklahoma State, will be playing Arizona State tonight at 7.30. And at 7 o'clock tonight, 12th ranked Florida will be playing 20th ranked Kentucky. Well, tomorrow is the opening day of the NFL football season, and we had one game already on Thursday night where the Buffalo Bills defeated the defending Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams 31-10. to Tomorrow, the Pittsburgh Steelers will be coming to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. The Bengals will be trying to get back to their second straight Super Bowl and avenge their loss last year to the Rams. And CBS Sports takes a look at the preview of tomorrow's game between Pittsburgh and the Bengals. Pittsburgh starts 2022 off on the road with some division action. They open up in the jungle, the Bengals ready for their encore. We're not there yet! 
Time to do it again. Time to do it again. What if Joe Burrow had a line? It's time to find out. Burrow broke out last year despite getting dropped and hurried on a regular basis. He was under consistent duress, and he still had a great year. Time for me to take over. Only one of his starting linemen from last year will be out there this week, left tackle Jonah Williams. At right tackle is newcomer Lyle Collins. Guess who pretty much always lines up over right tackle for the Steelers? In trouble, what? Brings him down. Collins versus T.J. Watt, that's a big matchup to watch. Collins got the big payday because he had a good 2021. Watt can make Burrow feel like it's still 2021. Watt coming after him, and he is sacked back at the 18. For what it's worth, TJ only faced Burrow once last year, and he didn't sack him. Since he has a new guard and a new center, they will be tasked with trying to hold Cameron Hayward in check. He's knocked down by oh, Cameron Hayward. Alex Highsmith can also get home. He did so a half dozen times in 2021. Under pressure. Down he goes. That's a huge sack for Alex Highsmith. And they have the force on their side now. Larry, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ogunjobi. He's the traitor that emigrated to the dark side. Locke is sacked from behind. Ogunjobi. Pittsburgh's pass rush was and still should be a key strength of theirs. Last year, it helped them contain Burrow's favorite target in a way. Jamar Chase didn't have any blow-up games against the Steelers, but he did against plenty of other teams. He could match up with Steeler Levi Wallace. The former Buffalo corner has played the pass well the last four years he's been in the league. Intercepted by Wallace. Bengals passing attack won't be a one-man show by any means. Chase's two mates could be number ones on some other teams. Pittsburgh secondary will get tested. Going deep and it's caught by Higgins. He goes in for the score. A 75-yard touchdown. Downfield, look at this. On the fly, Boyd, foot race. That is six. Leaping into the end zone. Steelers counter with Akello Weatherspoon. 2021 got cut short, was playing the pass really well before the injury. It's intercepted, and that is Weatherspoon running up the field. And whoever finds themselves in the slot will get Cameron Sutton. If he doesn't fare better in this game than he did last year, he might be the Waldo Burrow is looking for. He's lucky to have Minka behind him. Fitzpatrick comes in as one of the best free safeties in the game. And was stripped by Fitzpatrick. Steelers front was good at pressuring QBs, not so much at stopping ball carriers. Steelers were brutal on that front, actually. Let's see if Miles Jack can make any sort of difference. He's playing his first game in a helmet with just one logo on it. Nothing doing right into the arms of Miles Jack. His partner, Devin Bush, needs to start strong or he could be watching more snaps from the sideline. And immediately hit by Devin Bush Jr. In this game, those gents will be trying to stop Joe Mixon. There's a buzz that he could blow up in 2022 with that improved line. Mixon darts to the outside and Mixon is gone! Touchdown, Bengals! And he's a fine safety valve, so expect him to haul in a few passes as well. Underneath, it's Mixon, second goal at the nine. Dive! 
Diving in! Touchdown! He got in! A running back will play a central role when the Steelers have the ball. Sure, there's a new QB in town, but it's hard to imagine Najee Harris not getting the ball all game long after what we saw from him last year. He didn't have a good O-line either, but it didn't stop him from grinding. There's a big wide open hole, and then there's nothing but green grass and a couple of guys to run over. It'll be tough sledding through the middle of Cincinnati's defensive line. They're tough at defensive tackle, and they like both their primary linebackers. Deep drop, car will go down! Sacked by B.J. Hill! And it does not work as D.J. Reader sacks Matthew Stafford. Running play, closed up in a hurry. Cincinnati was having none of it. Jermaine Pratt, give it to Cam, as the Rams start running the ball today. To no avail here, that's Logan Wilson. Brings us to Mitch Trubisky. He won the starting job. Probably isn't on a super long leash, though. Still, his road to redemption starts this week. Fires into the end zone. Touchdown! Trubisky's mobility will come into play, being the Steelers' O-line is a bit of an X-factor right now, which is why you might see some drool coming from Trey Hendrickson's helmet. The Watts, Garretts, and Bosa's get all the pub, but he was right there with the best sack masters. Under pressure, hit by Hendrickson, and sacked! Sam Hubbard will go after Trubisky from the other side. Car back to throw from the goal line, sacked! He's brought down! When Mitch lets it fly, he does have a nice group of pass catchers. He just needs time to utilize them. Everyone is going to want to see if rookie George Pickens can keep up that highlight reel of his. Looking for George Pickens, and he makes the catch. Does he keep his feet in? Yes, he does. It's a touchdown. Man, he's been doing his thing all preseason. Here's the pass down the field, and it's Johnson wide open for the touchdown. He's back. He pumps. Throws it to touchdown, and that is Chase Claypool cutting inside a defender. And then to the end zone, Fryermuth and caught. Was he in? Yes, he was. Touchdown. Pass defense for the Bengals. Free safety Jesse Bates is a good player. Just know he didn't play the pass great last year. Trubisky may want to test the slot because nickel cornerback Mike Hilton was a little rough too. Cornerbacks Eli Apple and Shadobi Awujie will be responsible for the outside guys. They were solid. Sutton thought he had a touchdown, and Eli Apple had other ideas. Stafford throws over the middle, and it is intercepted! Chidabe Awuje! Bengals will also make sure to get Dax Hill out for plenty of snaps. It's his jungle debut. Excellent tackle by Dax Hill. Elsewhere tomorrow in the NFL, 1 o'clock games have the Eagles playing at Detroit. The 49ers will be in Chicago taking on the Bears. It's the Browns in Carolina taking on Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers. The New England Patriots will be in Miami to take on the Dolphins. The Colts will be in Houston to play the Texans, while the Saints go to Atlanta to play the Falcons. In other 1 o'clock games, just a couple of more, the Ravens will be playing in New York against the Jets, while the Jacksonville Jaguars go to Washington and the newly named Commanders. That game will be at 1 o'clock. In 4.30 games tomorrow, the Giants will be playing in Tennessee against the Titans. The Packers will be in Minnesota in a divisional game against the Vikings. The Raiders play at Los Angeles against the Chargers. And the final 4.30 game tomorrow will be Kansas City in Arizona taking on the Cardinals. Now, there is one Sunday night game that has Tampa Bay in Dallas taking on the Cowboys. And on Monday night at 8.15, just one Monday night game this year, it's the Broncos in Seattle to take on the Russell Wilson-less 
Seahawks in that one. I'm Dave Mitchell. Chuck Murray and I will be back to have the stat story of the first half of action here from Alfred University. We'll do that right after this timeout. Thank you, Wishbone Tavern, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Wishbone Tavern, 5251 Delhi Pike and wishbonetavern.com. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Thank you, Delhi Skyline Chili, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Skyline, 5137 Delhi Pike and SkylineChili.com. Well, we didn't see anything like Skyline Chili up here this weekend. <laughs> we certainly didn't. Anyway, Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray right back here at Alfred University where the Lions are leading it by a touchdown. 30-23, to 23, we've got the stats for the first half. And the first thing that my eyes were drawn upon, Chuck, when you look at these halftime stats, the Lions, 11 carries, only 22 yards on the ground. Yeah, we just have not been able to run the football, even with a three-man front. And they've done a really good job bottling that up. Fortunately, our passing game is really, really working well. Cornell Beecham, five carries for six yards in the game. And Josh Taylor... Six carries for 16 yards in the game, and that's just an average of about two and a half yards a carry when you combine the two. And you're not going to win a lot of football games that way. No, it you know it's, it's it's definitely tough sledding. It's tough to just win by just throwing it. So far, it's it's working. But boy, I'd, hopefully we can run it a little bit better in the second half. Take a little pressure off that passing game. Well, the passing game, Josh Taylor for the Lions, 16 of 21 so far in the first half. Chuck 238 yards. He's got four touchdown passes. One interception, but really Zook Smith is making amends for what he did last year against the Lions, which was basically nothing. Smith, 8 of 16 in the passing department, 165 yards, but one of the things we talked about in the pregame show, he's got a rocket for an arm, but he's very erratic. He's not very accurate. Yeah, you know, looking at the stats, he's 8 for 16, and I, I told you off air, I don't remember 8 incompletions. He does an excellent job with the play fake. There's times... You don't know whether he keeps it or gives it, and it's giving us us trouble on defense. But he he excellent play fakes. You just don't know if he's got it or not. He's throwing the deep ball pretty well, and then of course they've got a couple gifts, in my opinion, on some pass interference calls. Well, and, and when you look at what they're doing on the rushing attack, they're they're th- averaging almost four yards a carry. Chuck twenty four carries so far in the first half, a hundred and two yards. They've got on the ground. Yeah, Freeman's been really good. 22 carries, 95 yards. He's got a long of 18, scored a couple touchdowns. Uh, I thought we did a little bit better job in the second quarter. In other words, we were talking they would be in second and seven instead of second and three. And and uh, so I thought we did a little bit better job, but uh, they, they're running the football. We're not. So we should feel fortunate. We get the ball coming out of the second half. They they chose to, to receive the football to start the game. And let's get a drive together. But, you know, with the lead and the way they've ran the football, and we haven't, you, you might think, hey, we're behind. So we're still up seven. Thank thank goodness for the blocked two-point or the extra point that we ran back for two. And uh, so we got a seven-point lead getting the ball on the road. So let's go with it. Here's another surprising stat, total offense. Right now, Alfred has 267 yards of total offense. They've run 40 plays. The Lions just seven yards less, 260 yards, and they have run eight plays 
less than what Alfred has. They've run 32 in the first half. Yeah, well, if you think about it, I think there's only been one punt in the game. Yeah, they punted one time, so the offenses have been ruling. And the other thing that sticks out to me is the penalty yardage. You know, we got six for 61. Oh. They got five for 60. So, you know, a couple of them, yeah, you know, you kind of question, but that's that's the judgment, and you just got to live with it. Yeah, I mean, the, the penalty yardage, like you said, boy, you really got to wonder about that. And possession time, well, they've outpossessed us by almost uh, just over three and a half minutes. Yeah, again, it goes back. They can run the football. They're moving the chains. Uh, you know, they've got a good running game. And, you know, again, we slowed it down a little bit, so hopefully we can get that turned around. I think the really big key is the second half. To start. What do we do with it? Can we go down, score, and get a two-score lead again, or do we punt it to them, and then they come down, and boom, we got a, a tie game. So big, big first possession. Max Freeman for the Alfred Saxon. 22 carries in the first half, 95 yards. He's just five yards shy of 100 yards in this game rushing. Yeah, again, we looked at from last week, you know, the guy ran wild on us, Murray, and now he's having a pretty good day. But, again, you know, again, it's, it really doesn't matter how you get your yards. We just got to figure out a way to uh, stop that play fake and get to the quarterback. I think a couple of times we've been really, really close. We hit him. I think we can cause a turnover if we can, if we can get to him. Uh, and then coming out, we'll get the ball. They'll have the choice of whether taking the win in the third or fourth quarter. Well, let's take a look. There goes that horse again. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I, I still don't <laughs> understand that helmet. I'm trying to figure that out, but anyway, nonetheless. Is that like a Civil War helmet or something? I don't know what that is. Yeah. And then when you look at the uniform that they're wearing, it's, I'm not sure. Maybe uh, before we leave here today, we can get an explanation uh, well, uh, from yeah. one of the locals. Cornell Beecham has caught four passes for 37 yards in the ball game, And Jake Ayler, three passes, he's caught for 16 yards. One touchdown going to Joey Newton. He's caught three passes for 65 yards. Cam York has a touchdown catch, three catches, 84 yards. Cooper Jones, his first touchdown of the year. One catch, two yards on that one. Omar Porter, Zakeem Hunley, and as I said, Cooper Jones have each caught one pass in the ball game. As far as receiving four, Alfred Darve Gray has got two catches. Excuse me, Jacob Kelsey, four catches, 73 yards, along of 40. Darve Gray, two catches for 83 yards, along of 69. Max Freeman and South Walden have each caught a pass in this contest. So, your score at the half, it's the Lions 30 and Alfred 23. When we come back, we'll have second half action for you coming up next on the Mount St. Joseph. Radio Network. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue, and DelhiBarbers.com. Chuck, what do the Lions have to do defensively in order to stop this Alfred offense, which we thought was kind of non-existent coming into this game. Well, I think the key is is for the defensive line to win some battles because, again, they have excellent play fakes, 
and stop the run, if we have to bring linebackers and safeties up, and then all of a sudden then play action passes are wide open over the middle. So I think if we can stop that, that way them, them guys, linebackers and safeties don't have to come up. We can play the pass a little bit better. And to their credit, they made some really nice throws. And the, 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 the third and long they had in the second quarter, they completed way down at 30 yards down the field. A guy made an incredible catch. Austin Price was one on. on some sometimes you just got to give them credit, but I think that's the key. And that's going to be a big key. And plus the fact we don't seem to be getting any kind of a pass rush on Smith either. No, we've come, as I mentioned, we came close a couple of times. But, you know, he's, he's rolling to his left. I'd like to see him maybe push him where he has to roll to his right. Always try to make him roll to their weak side. Yeah, and maybe we'll see Anthony Wright line up on that side coming in in the second half. Yeah, it's, it's a thought. But, you know, I'm sure they they're everybody's making their adjustments at halftime. Lions are going to get the football to start the second half, of course. You know, we talked about how Alfred won the coin toss and decided to take the football. Well, it worked out for him. Yeah, they took absolutely. it right down the field and scored. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that was their plan. They took time off the clock, and, you know, they kind of punched us in the gut. And I guess if you ask them whether they're down seven, they don't get the ball, but they'd rather be down seven than down 14 and getting the ball. So, right. So you, you can look at it both ways. I personally always like deferring. But, you know, the old Bill Belichick, you score at the end of the half, you get it to start the second half. But, uh but yeah, they're, they're you know they got to feel good about themselves. You know, after getting beat pretty good last week, they're playing pretty well. They're right in. Yes, you know, it's, it's, it's a tight ball game. Well, you know, I looked at one of the keys of the game. The Lions had to get this game over early. Yeah, well, it ain't over not, early. No, it's not happened at nope. all. Nope. You're scoring halftime, thirty to twenty-three. Chuck and I will be back with second half action next on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, openboxoutlet.com. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, openboxoutlet.com. Teaching is my calling, so when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash ohio. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray, right back here at Alfred University, Yunovich Stadium. About 400 miles to the east of Cincinnati, Ohio, straight up I-71. We thought it was straight up I-71. That's what all the maps said, right, Chuck? And then when we started on the on the highway, it kind of diverted us. Yeah, we were all over, and we saw some nice part of the country, a lot of, a lot of green uh, trees and, and, and backyard kind of ways to get here. So it was fine. It was a good ride. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't bad at all. You slept through most of it. <laughs> now, wait a minute here. <laughs> I did my share of driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you did, yeah. Yeah, but the Lions are leading this one by seven. Next week, the Lions will be home to take on Hope, and that will be at 1.30 from Schuler Field. In two weeks, we will be in Manchester, northern Indiana, in between Angola, Indiana, and Fort Wayne. Actually, three weeks because a bye week in there. Ah, yeah, there's a bye week. But the next game, the fourth game will be at Manchester. I think it's the first Saturday in October, if I'm not mistaken. Well, look at that. I can look right at the schedule and tell you that, yeah, you are absolutely correct. 
So teams are, you know, we're a little late getting out. They, they didn't start the 20-minute clock right away when we were at halftime. They waited about a m- couple of minutes, and now uh, we're a little slow getting out. So a uh, couple minute delay to start this second half. Yeah, that game against Manchester, just so there's no misunderstanding, you're making arrangements. It's on October 1st. Yeah, Saturday, October 1st, probably yep. one thirty kickoff. Is that one thirty kickoff yep. up in North Manchester. Yep. Okay, so it looks like... Uh, Alfred will take the, the little bit of wind there is in the third quarter, so we will get it in the fourth. So I like that. Not much wind here today. Not, not much, but it's kind of. But the flags above us are blowing pretty good. But then when you get, we're kind of sitting in a hole down down on the field. It's not blowing as much. But any little bit of wind will take in the fourth quarter. Like I said, this thing is is lodged right down in a gully. The only other school chuck that I have seen that has this many steps in it has been Hiram. I don't believe I've ever been to Hiram for a football or a baseball game. When I was the baseball coach, we played them quite a few times in Florida, but uh, never have been to Hiram. There have there are so many steps in Hiram that I'll tell you what: you go to school there for one week, you lose thirty pounds. <laughs> well, maybe maybe I need to go there. Yeah. <laughs> go for a graduate degree, something. You know, just take care of that. Andrew Weeks on his way up. Yeah, got a chance. I got to thank Andrew because he let me use his hat today. <laughs> yeah, with his son. Yeah, glaring down right on us. And yes, folks, this is how you kill time <laughs> when the officials are about three to four minutes late of getting the second half started. Yeah. Now we've decided that they're going to get it underway. Yeah, this is a nice setting down here. You got looks like some dorm rooms across, and yeah, uh, really nice buildings and. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a really nice setup. So. And then they've got Alfred State University, right, which right. is right up the street. Yeah, literally right across the street. Yeah. And I guess they play each other, too. Uh, no, the gentleman before said they will not play each other. Oh, they will yeah, not. Oh, I thought they did. He said they're D3, too. Yeah, they're, they're not playing. I guess they have their reasons. So it's 30-23, to 23 and Barnini will kick it off going from right to left. Lions from left to right. Oh, do we take it in by Beecham on a low-line drive kick at the 10? On the near side to the 20. Now cuts to the far side to the 30. He's got it at the 35 to the 40. Switches oh. hands and now skips out of bounds. Uh, he looks like he pulled up a little bit. I hope he didn't yeah. pull something. Outside the 45, maybe to the 46-yard line. Yeah. About a 36-yard return. and. Again, they keep challenging. That was a line drive kick, so it got to him right away, and he had a lot of room, and then he was able to outrun a couple guys around the corner. Uh, he great did, field position. He did pull up. That was a calf injury, and now yeah. he, he's off to the side on the other side of the field on the ground right now, and they're trying to stretch that out. Oh, boy. So it'll be Mariano McKenzie starting behind Josh Taylor going from left to right across your computer screen. First and 10 from the 45-yard line. Fake handoff. Taylor over the middle. Oh, complete gosh, on gosh. the play. Goes to Joey Newton, and he's got it across the 40, down to the 35-yard line on the play. 20 yards on the reception, and a first down for the Lions. I was complimenting their quarterback on his play fakes. Great play fake by Josh. Joey breaks open over the middle. First and 10. No huddle offense. They're going to hurry it up here a little bit. Now they stop, and they look over to Caleb Carrill, the offensive coordinator, to get the play call. Mariano McKenzie moves to the left of Taylor. And the handoff goes to Moe, and Moe takes it right up the middle. Virtually nothing there. Maybe a couple of yards on the play. Yeah, about two. Just just not a whole lot there. But I like just, you know, you got to keep them honest. Like to see a little bit better, but, you know, got to keep them honest. McKenzie out of Apollo High School. Here he comes. He's coming back. And McKenzie will leave. 
And back in is Beecham. Now also back in off the sidelines, Cam York. He'll line up at the slot on the near side with Omar Porter. Joey Newton and Jake Ayler out wide to the left-hand side. Second down, long eight yards to go. Lions spreading out this Alfred defense. They're showing some blitz. Clock down to four. High snap, Taylor brings it down, rolls out to the left, steps up, throws it into the end zone. He's got it right there. That is Joey Newton. Caught it, touchdown! Joey Newton came back, cut inside. The DB on the play, Amir Massey, and the Lions have taken a 36-23 lead. A tremendous catch by Joey. Josh rolled to his left, what makes it tough. He threw it. The wind kind of knocked it down a little bit. It was a little bit of a scrum for a second, but Joey came up the ball. He won the one-on-one battle. Great catch, great throw. And Farsing will attempt the extra point. Kyle with 13-23 left to go in the... First half, low snap, but they got the hold down, and the kick is up, and it is good. 13-23, left to go in this third quarter. Lions have extended their lead. It's now the Mount 37, Alfred 23 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue, and DelhiBarbers.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. I'll tell you one thing. Josh Taylor this year, Chuck, he has gotten more and more accurate. He looks better throwing the ball deep. Yeah, he's making some really good throws. And again, that was against the wind. Kind of hung up a little bit. Joey made a great catch. And a big... Now we're up two scores. I expect a little bit of a squib kick again here against the wind, but big defensive series coming up. 13-23, and it will be Farsing kicking it off from left to right. Back set to bring this one back. Peters and Joseph, and it is going to be taken in by one of the upbacks on a squib at the 32-yard line. And Dave Reeder will be the one that caught that Squib and was down immediately near the 32-yard line. Yeah, I would assume the Lions going into the win with the squib kicker are, are satisfied as long as they keep them inside. Love to keep them inside at 25, but just the 31, I think they can live with that. 13-19 left to go in the third quarter. Glad you joined us here this afternoon. To 37-23, mount on top of it. Smith who was 8 of 16 in the first half, passing. Fake handoff, now hands it off to Freeman, and Freeman gets hit right at the line of scrimmage, the 31-yard line, no gain whatsoever. Noah Hammond in there with Jack Butler. Yeah, they they closed that out real fast. Yeah, about a half a yard. That's what we like to see. Jack Tucker in. Of course, he had a heck of a game last week, Elder High School. Yeah, used local to product. physical play. Yep, local product. That's what we like to see. Freeman lines up to the right. Walden tight end right behind the right guard. Just in front of the running back, Freeman, who's to the right of Smith. And Smith hands it off to Freeman. Freeman grabs a couple of yards up okay. to the 34-yard line. Well, I'll tell you what, Chuck. The line judge on that play... 
immediately went to the 35-yard line, and Freeman came nowhere near the 35, and they both spotted him there. Yeah, I know they pushed him back to about the 33, but yeah, the 35's a pretty generous spot. He was, I mean, he just walked right up to the 35-yard line, didn't even look, just went right there and spotted the ball there, and he was, Freeman was nowhere near the 35. Big third down play here. Third down, call it a long seven. Into the ball game now, Hakeem Chambers, who took the place of Freeman. Trips out to the far the near side, excuse me. Smith now rolls out to to the left. left. He's open. Throws it out, and it is complete on the play, and a first down to the receiver, Jacob Kelsey, the senior. Yeah, it's a little disappointing. They've run that play two or three times today, and we have not stopped it yet. He just goes right out to the sideline, finds out where the first down is, stands yep. there, and he, yeah. they throw it to him in the back shoulder. Yeah, that's that's disappointing. 11.42 left to go and running in the third quarter. Stanizuski now at the tight end position, six foot, 235-pound junior at the tight end right behind the right guard. Moving in motion is Chambers. Now Smith is going to keep it on the quarterback keeper up the middle off the right side, and he'll take it up to the 45-yard line. They'll give him out to the 46. So that's a gain of about four, second and six coming up. I think you said that right, give him, because it looked like he hit down at the 45 and slid to the 46. 11 minutes left to go in the third quarter. Lions already with a score in their pocket here in the third, 37-23. They lead it by two TDs. Second down, seven yards to go for a Saxon first down. Lions showing blitz. Now they drop back in that 4-3. Dropping back Smith. Looks up the left side. He's got a receiver. Starks turned his head, went up, knocked it away, incomplete. Nice play. Yeah, really good defense. You know, every time they throw long now, you're kind of holding your breath. Because you don't know if you're going to get a flag. Good defense by Deshaun. 10-40 to go. On the coverage. And I just noticed that the back judges, Chuck, have oh. switched sides. Yeah, I, that could be the way they do it in quarters, or uh, there could be a mechanic involved there that they switch. Interesting. Yeah. What we'll to see in the fourth quarter. The only reason I noticed that was because the back judge that has been right. normally calling pass interference <laughs> is on the other side. With it, Smith throws over the middle, and it is going to be knocked away incomplete. Triple coverage on yeah. the play. Yeah. Against the receiver, Stanizuski. Excuse me, Morling. Morling went up, tried to got it, get yeah. that pass, but pass. he was triple covered. Right, pass was high. Pass was Austin high. And just deflected it. Nice Austin job by Austin Price, Price and his fellow teammates there. So we're going to force a punt. Now's where the Lions need to just put their foot on the accelerator. Yeah. 10-35, they've got a two-touchdown lead here. Let's put this thing to rest. Cornell's got to make sure he's deep enough. This, they've got the wind. And I think this is the second time. The yeah, second punt of the day for them. Second time that they've punted. Get away from it. And yeah. the kick is going to be Let inside the 15. Beecham's going to play it and go Good into the end zone for a touchback. 54-yard punt. No return on the play, and the Lions will get it back after the touchback with 10.27 left to go in this third quarter play. Yep, very good decision by Cornell there. He didn't hit it actually clean, but got up the wind, hit on the right side, and just let it roll in the end zone. 37-23, Lions by 14. And the Lions come back out. Let's see, we've got substitutions for the Lions. 
in the backfield. Yeah, number 22, Jonathan Reggers now in the backfield. He had a, he looked really good in the scrimmage against center. So really good. So Reggers setting up to the right of Taylor, and Reggers is going to get the handoff off the right side. There he goes. To 25, to the 30, to the 35, 50, now to the 45, 40, and he steps out of bounds, or it looked like he did, and he's going to take it inside the 30, down to the 25. That's number 27. That's 27, Devin not Riggers. Right, 27. My fault. That's Devin Holt. Devin, Devin Holt. Yeah, he looked really good in the scrimmage. With the run. And he busted that thing. Well, maybe that's what the Lions need, a little good blocking sunshine by the, off the bench. Good blocking there by the line. Holt is still into the ball game. He's going to stay in there. Yeah, he made one defender miss, and he was off to the races. Well, he showed a lot of... A lot of speed on that. 9.52, ball at the 25-yard line. Mm -hmm. Hand off to Holt. Holt, oh. now there's going to be a holding penalty called against Porter yeah. as Holt cut it down to the 16-yard line. Yeah, unfortunately, it was right in front of the, the bench of Alford, and, and he, he tried to pull back, and he realized his mistake. Beecham is back into the ballgame. Holt will leave. Hunley has checked back into the contest. I like that, Chuck. I like the idea of going three, four deep on your, your two deep. Well, you got fresh to, legs coming in like that. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to pick up a spark. Yep. Like that idea. He's got some nice moves. Hit the hole fast. Coming into the ball game now at the wide receiver spot is Caden Pollard. Pollard, number eight, is back into the ballgame. The first hit trip into the contest. He played last week, though. Dropping back Taylor. Taylor, heavy rush. He's going to get hit and drop back to the 38-yard line. First sack of the afternoon, and there's a man down for Alfred. Yeah, Josh wants a, wants a, uh, a face mask call, and he's not going to get it. And a man down for Alfred right after making that tackle. And I can't tell who the number yeah. is, but the... The training staff for the Saxon got out there extremely quick to take a look at that one. 9.09 left to go in the third quarter, Chuck. And Lions, boy, look good. Now they've got second down and calling about 22 yards yeah. to go. They need to get inside the 15-yard line, and the ball is back to the 38. Yeah, I think the goal now would be to try to get it as close as you can to kick a field goal, get that up to a three-score game. That was Preston Cole. Yeah, he, who was injured. He looks two. like he's okay, yeah. 240 pounds, senior. This is a senior-laden roster for Alfred. Yeah, they don't need to get greedy here to try to get it all back in one play. No. Just try to get, you know, a few yards, get it to maybe the 25 where you got a shot at a field goal. Trips out to the far side for the Lions, including Porter, Newton, and Beecham. Now they're going to that spread offense, shotgun formation. Two receivers out wide here to the near side. Clock running under nine minutes to go in the third. Taylor looking over the defense, showing a safety blitz, but now it backs off of it. Taylor, heavy rush, get away from one defender. Rolls out to the left of the 35, 30, 25, 20, and steps out of bounds before he can get hit. Right at the 21-yard line, he's going to be shy of the first down after a gain of about 17 on the play. Really good decision by Josh again. He's making really good decisions. Uh, hauls it in. It was, he's rushed hard, 
Roll to his left. He was trying to direct Joey a little bit, but he took off. He'll take the 17 yards. It is now Eight and a half left to go and running. In this third quarter, Lions by two TDs. Pollard out to the left side. Trips in a diamond formation to the near side. Third down, six yards to go, maybe seven. Dropping back Taylor. Looks out to the left. It is complete to Pollard. Had to go down to his knees to catch it. He caught it at the 17-yard line. He's going to be shy of the first down by two yards. Coach Hopper with a decision. He is going to go. Going to go the big package. Big package. Yep. Bring in some extra offensive linemen. Nope, they're going to go for the oh, field goal. they're going to kick the field goal. Okay. Kyle Farfsey's into the ball game to attempt the field goal. He's one for one on the year, 17-yarder last week. This one is going to be from the 24. It'll be a 34-yard attempt on the far hash mark. Good hold by Murray. Kick is up. It's got the distance, and it is good. 7.34 to go in the third. Your score now from Alfred. It's the Mount. 40 and Alfred 23 on Ultimate Sports Talk and WDTZ FM. Thank you, Wishbone Tavern, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Wishbone Tavern, 5251 Delhi Pike, and wishbonetavern.com. Teaching is my calling, so when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. You are listening to Mount St. Joseph University Sports on WD. WDTZFM 98.1 and UltimateSportsTalk.com. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray. 7.33 left to go in this third quarter. Lions lead it now by 17.40-23 after the 34-yard field goal by Kyle Farsing. And now he kicks it off. And it will be grabbed by one of the upbacks, oh Neil Peters. And Peters is going to break it across the 35-40. And he's going to be kicked out of bounds at about the 45-yard line after a 32-yard return. Yeah, that's why we've been squib kicking into the wind. That time he, he let him kick it, and it bounced right to him around the 10-12-yard line. Nice return there. So they got good field position. Out to the 45-yard line. Hammond, Tucker, Rutherford, and Brophy across that front line for the Lions. Owen, Schlensker, and Wright are the linebackers. Corners are Starks and Owens. Price and Donaworth are the safeties. Lions showing some movement on the line. Handoff goes to Freeman around the right side. He's going to be hit behind the line and dropped. Nice play by one of the inside linebackers on the play. Nicholas Path really got off his block and made a heck of a tackle for a three-yard loss. I really do like this idea, Chuck, that they are going three and four deep on the roster right now to try to bring some energy to this game. Yeah, and keep keep everybody fresh. Loss of three, second down, 13 yards to go from the 42. Moving in motion is Kelsey to the near side. Fake handoff, now it goes to Chambers, and Chambers gets hit at the line, gain of about a yard. And it will be third and 12 after the tackle by Noah Hammond. 
And Lucas Bowling yeah, Luke was in. Bowling got in there too. Yeah. So we got him third and long. One on the play. Take away that slant down the middle. Now third and twelve. Yep. Three receivers out to the near side. They have been very, very successful going to Kelsey on this play to try to pick up a first down. Chambers still in the backfield to the right of Smith, who's got the ball on the far hash mark out of the pistol. Takes the snap, drops straight back. Pump fake out to the left. Now rolls out to the left. Heavy rush by Hammond. Throws up the field. He's got a receiver, and it is complete. Short of the play to Darvey Gray at in-line territory at the 48-yard line, but he's going to be shy by about two yards. Yeah, I'm thinking they're going forward here, and they are. Nice job by the quarterback. Let's see what Curtis Bailey, the O.C., dials up here for the Saxon. They're going to bring Freeman back into the ballgame, and Walden, this is their running package. Yeah, I expect the pass, though. They've got two tight end setups now. Staniszewski is into the ballgame now. They're going to line up behind the guards. Walden and Staniszewski. I'm expecting some type of misdirection pass here. Freeman, out of the pistol, backs up right behind the quarterback. Hand yeah, off Freeman. Give it to He's him. got Dog it up on. the middle. First down. Picked up three, four, five yards down to the 41-yard line. Boy, that's a lot of confidence right there. Fourth and three and just to go right up the middle. And, boy, they, they made it easy to their credit. 5.15. Clock stops on the first down. Now the officials. Yeah, they went big and won the line of scrimmage on that one. I think you're making one of the Lions' defensive linemen. Oh, his uh, leaving the ball game is going to be Rashon Newbolt. Newbolt from Sycamore. He's leaving because his headband came out from behind the helmet. <laughs> Jeez. All these rules and regs that you have to just adhere to. Boy. Into the contest is bowling again. 5-10 left to go in the third quarter. 17-point Lion lead. Two tight ends set up. One line's up on the line, the other right behind the left guard, and now a timeout is going to be taken by Alfred as Bob Rankle could see that they were a little confused. That's their first timeout. 4.57 left to go in the third quarter. We'll take one also. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 40 and Alfred 23 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. The School of Health Sciences at Mount St. Joseph University is a proven leader in healthcare education. The Mount offers bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in nursing, including a blended online RN to BSN program and the innovative MSN Magellan program. For nearly 100 years, Mount St. Joseph University has produced outstanding healthcare professionals. Learn more at msj.edu slash health sciences. Thank you, Bearcat Storage, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Bearcat Storage, two locations on Delhi Pike, and BearcatStorage.com. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray, right back here in Alfred, New York. Lions on defense right now. Alfred at the Lion 43-yard line. Fake handoff on first and 10. Smith is going to look up the field. He's got a receiver into the end zone, and it's over the head of Gray at incomplete. Yeah, great coverage there by number one, Austin Price, number four, Devin Donaworth. Double covered, really had no chance to complete that. You know, one thing about it, Chuck, when you go three or four deep and they bring in the energy, it relates to everybody else up the scale. Absolutely, yeah. I really like the idea, too. You mentioned that earlier. 
So they're they're in four down territory here, being down 17. So they still got three downs to make 10 yards. Second down, 10 yards to go. Smith with Chambers. No check at that's Freeman. Boy, a lot of movement. Smith yeah. did a hard count. Lions defensive line almost moved off sides. Smith is going to pitch it out around the left-hand side to Chambers. Cuts it back to the middle, sees a hole, cuts it up the hole to the 30-yard line, and he's stopped right there at the 29. That's going to be a gain of about 12 and a first down. Really nice running there by Chambers, really nice. He juked a guy and made a guy miss, and nice run. Donaworth is out of the ballgame now for the Lions at his safety spot. Pistol formation. Chambers gets the handoff straight up the middle. Got hit behind the line. Spun forward inside the 25 to the 24-yard line. That's a gain of six. And they're doing the same thing the Lions are doing. Chuck, they're bringing in people off the bench and giving them energy. Yeah, they, they had him for a loss, and he just spun out of there. <clears throat> it's good back. Like you said, he's fresh, and he's got a lot of energy coming in. And 4.23 and running. Left to go. Now we're under... The four-minute mark, excuse me. Yeah. A loss turned into a five-yard gain. Second down, five yards to go from the 24-yard line. Moving out is Andrew Morling to the slot receiver's position. Darve Gray out wide right, and the handoff goes to Chambers, and he's going to be hit by Austin Price behind the line of scrimmage and dropped for a two-yard loss. Yeah, he came on the blitz. That was... Uh, they bottled him up there. There was nowhere to go. Good play by Lions. I got him in third and long now. But again, probably two down territory. 3.20 and running left to go in the third. 40-23. to 23, Mount leads him by 17. Kelsey goes all the way out to the right-hand side. Morling, slot left. So is Darve Gray on the trips. Drilling back is Smith. He throws out to his right. Throws it off his back foot. And it is incomplete. Threw it wide of the intended receiver, Morley. Yeah, he's certainly not as effective rolling to his right as he is rolling to his left. That's why I said early in the game. Now, they called that play, but I'd like to see us try to force him right. Fourth, so fourth down. Here we go. Fourth and eight. Boy, yeah, he did not look very athletic on that play. Yeah, he, he liked going to the left. I don't think we'll see that play called again. Smith, the senior, did not play last week. I wonder what that was all about. Pretty interesting. They went with Chris Kelly, who's the backup today. Kelly could not get them into the end zone. Well, whatever Smith has done this week, I think he's earned the job. Oh, it's a touchdown. Throws it into the right end zone. Uh, Score. Touchdown goes to Alfred. Throwing it up the right side to Moreland for the score. And it is now 40-29. We had a linebacker trying to cover him one-on-one. He did a little inside move, and he broke wide open. Single coverage. That's a tough cover for for a linebacker there. Barnini coming in to attempt the extra point. Alfred is pulled to within 11. 2.53 remaining in the third. That kick is up. Grabbed again. This time. It is picked up by the Lions, and he's going to be stopped at the 33-yard line. Grabbing it off the ground was Mason Owens, and he was running it back, but got caught from behind, so it'll just go as an extra point block. Second one the Lions have had today, and they keep the lead at 11. Yeah, I mentioned that earlier after we blocked the first. I said, I think we're going to get another one because we're really getting close on them off the edge. So, tremendous job there. So, we do keep the lead at 11, and... 
you know, I guess we're going to have to answer the bell again. We need to get this into the fourth quarter, then again, a little bit of the wind that would go to us, and but we need to keep scoring. We're going to take a quick timeout. 2.53 remaining in the third. Your score, the Mount 40, Alfred 29 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and And again, thanks to all our sponsors for joining us here this week. It's good to have you along here on the radio network. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray, 253 remaining in the third. You know, I'm sorry, Dave. They haven't stopped us today, so at some point we better be alive for an onside kick. But we look like we got quite a few. Look at here. Here Comes comes a quickie. And And we're offside, so we got the ball. Lions got it back, though. I just had a feeling, the way he was looking at the sideline and everything. And I don't blame him. They haven't stopped us all day. They were in a sugar huddle is what they used to call the old Boomer Esiason huddles with the Bengals. And they broke that huddle. Went forward, tried the onside kick, but they were offside. The Lions recovered it at They're the 49-yard line, and I think they'll, they'll just refuse it. Decline the penalty, yeah. take the ball right it, there. It, it, honestly, it wasn't a very good kick. He kicked it a little bit too hard. I don't think he meant to kick it that hard. They didn't disguise okay. it as well. If I can figure it out up here, that probably not a good disguise. <laughs> well, I know whenever I try to kick off a football, it ends up being an onside kick. So, <laughs> although, so what they'll do, they'll add the five yards to the recovery. So that's that's great. So, it'll take it down to the 44-yard line in Alfred territory. Lions start it right there, leading it by 11, 2.52 remaining in the third. Still into the ball game. Holt stays in the ball game, is in the ball game again. He's going to come back in and start for this series. Joey Newton out wide left, Porter slot left. Coming out wide right, Omar Porter. Right behind Taylor to the left is Holt, the running back, on first and ten from the 44 of Alfred. Fake handoff. Taylor, good protection. Now Now protection breaks down. down, Rolls to his left, then to his right. Tucks it under. Looks upfield. He's just going to tuck it under at the 40 and scamper out of bounds at the 38-yard line. Picked up maybe five on the scamper. Ran 50, picked up five. Another good decision. I know he wanted to cut it loose, but again, live for another. Take the five yards, your second and five, and keep the clock running. You got the ball. 2.35 left to go in the third quarter. Lions by 11. Sun has peaked behind the clouds, and it is be- getting kind of cool here yeah. now in New York. Taylor, second down, five yards to go. Here comes the blitz, but the Lions pick it up. Holt cuts it out to the left-hand side. Good patience as a runner. Saw his blocking, ran behind the blocking, took it up to the 35-yard line, a gain of four, and it brings up third down and about a yard to go. Yeah, at the end of the play, Omar uh, Porter for us. Oh, oh my back, gosh. Oh, my God. They marked it back two yards. Back to the 37. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Chuck. <laughs> Oh, boy. These, these coaches are going to have a lot of fun watching this thing. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. A minute 50 to go. Brings up third down to short three. Holt still in the backfield to the right of Taylor. He'll drop back. He'll look to the left. Now look to the right. Spins out to his right. He's got his receiver Porter at the 32 to the 30. Puts his head down and has knocked out of bounds at the 27-yard line. It's a first down after a 10-yard gain. 
Well, I was going to mention in the last play, Omar kind of took a little dive hoping to draw a personal foul, and he kind of did that there. The referees aren't going for it, but a big first down there. Chains move, the clock's running, and we got the lead. Minute 25 to go in the third. Porter leaves. He's out of the ballgame now. Hunley comes back into the contest. He's getting more, more and more playing time after last week. Hunley, number 11. Holt in the backfield, picks up the blitz. Dropping back Taylor, throws it up off his back oh foot boy. into the end zone, and it's incomplete. Boy, I'll tell you what, yeah. Cam York got held up did. at about the 10 and no call by the yeah. same official yep. that yep. has been throwing pass interference penalties like they were handing out candy. And Coach Hopperton's given the official on the sideline the business, which he should. That was a definite hold. Now he's giving it to him like, hey, you can call him on them or on us, but you can't call it. That was definitely a hold. Yeah. Definitely a hold. <laughs> Hopperton's still down there. <laughs> and, and, and Coach Hop normally is kind of mild-mannered, but he's had a few times today to get upset. Brings up second and ten. Empty backfield, spread formation. Taylor looks to the left, now rolls out to the left. Looking upfield, trying to find somebody. He's going to tuck it under. He's got it at the 25-20 and out of bounds at near the 20-yard line. It'll be third down and call it about three yards to go for a line first. Another good decision. What I like, when he tells the receiver to go deep, he either throws to him, he's open, but the corner's got to go with the receiver, so then it opens up that running over there. Taylor just seems to be more intelligent this year in when he picks his run. Yeah. I go back to that scrimmage against center when he couldn't run. I think he made some good decisions. Diamond formation out to the near side for the Lions. Mo McKenzie back into the ballgame now to the right of Taylor, the quarterback. 27 seconds to go and running. Dropping back. Taylor, good protection. Ah. Throws out to the left-hand side over the head and incomplete to Jake Ayler. Fourth down, three yards to go. Now what will the Lions do? Yeah, boy, this is a tough ask into the wind. It'd be about... And it is a side-winding wind. Yeah, I think they're going to go for it. It'd be about a 38-yarder into the wind with the... Yeah. Ball resting at the 21-yard line. They need to get to the inside the 18, almost near the 17. Again, empty backfield. Taylor... The quarterback out of the shotgun. Receivers out wide on both sides. There they go. Dropping back Taylor. Looks to his left. Great protection. Still backpedaling. Now looks into the end zone. Now he's going to tuck it under. Throws it into the end zone. He's got a receiver. That's Hunley. It's incomplete. Hunley just could not dive and catch the ball. Taylor threw it a little too far ahead of him. Fourth down. And now the Lions are going to come in and give up the ball on downs, and Alfred will have it. Down by 11 with nine seconds to go in the third quarter. Yeah, probably the right decision to go for. Josh did everything he could. But the line did a fantastic job. Good coverage by Alfred. you got to give him credit. Yep. And uh, he couldn't have run for it. I know he would have. He just couldn't. I know in his mind he's like, I just can't make it. i got to throw it. So Smith with Freeman to the left of him. Out of the pistol formation should be the final play of the quarter. Now the Lions are going to play press for, press defense. And Smith Turn is going to throw off the left-hand oh side. And it is going to be caught on the play by Gray at the 35-yard line in Mount Territory. 34 yards on the reception and a first down for Alfred. Yeah, single coverage. He ran by the corner and he, he, he passed him off to the safety. And heck of a catch and throw. And that is going to do it for the third quarter of play. When we come back... It's first and ten, Alfred, 
at the Lions' 35-yard line, down by 11. Your score, it's the Mount 40, Alfred 29 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New heights, right? At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Thank you, NYPD Pizza, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. NYPD Pizza, 5329 Foley Road, and nypdpizza.com. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, openboxoutlet.com. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray back here in Alfred, New York. Sun has peaked behind the clouds. It's a cloudy day, overcast, but no rain in sight. Lions lead it by 11. First and 10 for Alfred to open up the fourth quarter of play, going from left to right across your screen. Dropping back Smith. He's going to look to pass. Throws it out to the left-hand side. Complete on the play to Morling. And Morling takes it inside the 25 to the 23-yard line. Nice That's 11 yards on the catch. I'm sorry, Chuck, first down. down. Nice pitch and catch. Out route, just broke out. Hit him on the run. Uh, we got somebody hurt now. Is that Austin Price? Price may have pulled up lane. Yeah. Yep. Looked like maybe he's got a cramp. Mm-hmm. And this is the year. Remember what the Aussie, I, I've said this every year, I know. I, I'm not a doctor, but I played one. I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. You know, but I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard this. I'm sure you had to hear this, but the old remedy for cramps, pickle juice. I have heard that. Uh, I don't know that we have pickle juice on the sideline to give him right now. We should. <laughs> Vlasic has it. We should get them as a sponsor. Bring in as much pickle juice as you possibly can have. But seriously, that's what what they used to do. I used to bale hay and get a cramp in your your calf muscles yeah. or or your hammies, and you drink pickle juice, and boy, within thirty seconds, it was gone. Hmm. I know it sounds it sounds hard to believe. <laughs> I won't tell you what my dad always told me a good remedy for a cold is. Maybe off air. Off air. <laughs> yeah. We got to come up big here. Forty to twenty-nine. Lions lead it by eleven. Is going off the field now is Austin Price. Alfred looking at a hard count. Play clock just down to twenty-five, so he's got plenty of time now. Takes the snap, throws it up the left side. It's going to be caught in the end zone for the touchdown. How did he get it in there? It was double teamed. And it went right through the hands of the DB back there, Jonah Smith, and into Morling for check at Gray for the touchdown, and it's 40 to 35. All right, they're going to go for two here to try to get it within three. Boy, oh boy! I mean, you can't get up. That was just a great catch by Morling, but that should have been intercepted, Chuck. Yeah, I, I mean, we had two guys. I thought we were going to intercept it now. Now they're giving them a break. They had the 29. Oh, they want it on the left hash. So they'll put it on the left hash. They're going to go for two. That's interesting. A left-handed quarterback going on the left hash. That is interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So he'll go on the left hash. Freeman is right behind him. 
Take away that slant over here. 14-26 left to go. That's Freeman, handoff, uh, right side, takes it all the way in for the score from three yards out. And it is now a three-point mount lead, 40-37, to 37, with 14-26 left to go in the ballgame here on UltimateSportsTalk.com and WDTZ-FM 98.1. We're just going to keep it right here. Boy, about five minutes ago in this ballgame, Chuck, it looked like it was a 40-23 to 23 game, and the Lions with the football said, Let, let's put this thing to rest right now, but they didn't do it. And Alfred, they saw the door open, cracked it open even more, and now it's wide open. I thought the key play of the game, we were up 17. They had third and about 18. Their quarterback rolled left. Their receiver came back to the ball. They didn't make a first down, but they got about 14 of it back, which made fourth and manageable. They end up scoring a touchdown, and they're riding that momentum. If we stop them there, we get the ball. We're up 17. Probably lights out. So one play can change things around. And they got the crowd into it here yep. now. Cornell Beecham back set to return. Well, I don't think I have ever seen Chuck a kickoff formation the way the Lions are right now. How their back row is so close to the football. There's about 30 to 40 yards in between Beecham and the back row. Now they're dropping back a little bit. I think they wanted to see what formation they were in. And Barnini will kick it off. And Beecham takes it at his 12 to the 15, 20, 25, 30. Spins, hit at the 30, drop down at the 33. Yeah, their coach is kind of fearless. They'll they'll kick to him. Yep. He's he's busted a couple, but, uh, well, we got to go down and score. 23 yards on the return by Cornell Beecham. 14-21 14-21 left to go in the ballgame. 40-37. Lions by three. Taylor has got Beecham to the left of it. This would be really nice if we could run the football a little bit. Got to run some clock here. Yeah. Cooper Jones, tight end left. Three-man front. Four linebackers. Now yeah. they're showing some blitz. And that gets shut off, and Beecham cuts there to the right goes. hand side. There he goes. Across the there he goes to the 40, 50. He breaks it into the clear to the 40, 35, 30, 25, and he's going to be batted out of bounds at the 20 yard line. We talked earlier, he's a ticking time bomb. You just keep giving it to him, he's going to eventually break one, which he did. They thought they hit him bottled up two or three times. He kept breaking tackles. 48 yards on that run by Cornell Beecham. That's why you keep giving him the yep. football, Chuck. Yeah, he's just that good. Ball, they're going to spot him out of bounds at the 22. First and 10 for the Lions at the Alfred 22-yard line. Mo McKenzie into the ball game now for Beecham. Hard count by Taylor. Looks to the sideline to Caleb Carrill, the offensive coordinator for the play. Dual receivers out on the left-hand side for the Lions. Cooper tight end left. And the handoff to McKenzie. Cuts it up the middle, down to the left-hand side, dives forward to the 20. Be a gain of about three for Mo McKenzie. Yeah, I love the fact I mentioned earlier that Caleb's sticking with the run, you know, mixing it in, just not becoming totally one-dimensional. Tyler Hopperton said yesterday, I'm a Mo McKenzie man. He's going to get his touches. Just relax, yep. be it's patient. It's just hard when you have Beecham and all these great yep. players. Single coverage on Newton over here. Beecham to the left. Taylor, again, hard snap count, then looks to the sideline. Play clock down to 15, so plenty of time on that. It looks like they're in a bump and run situation here. Game clock at 13. Fake handoff. Taylor looks to the left. He's going to throw the fade into the end zone, and it is knocked away on a good defensive play 
by the Lions wide receiver Joey Newton because the DB Keenan Allison had that intercepted. Yeah, I think Caleb saw that and they, they changed the call. And they had single coverage. Credit, he, he held up under pressure there and knocked it down. 12.53 remaining. Third down, eight yards to go for the Lions from their 21. At the Alfred 21, excuse me. Beecham still in the ball game to the right of Taylor. Drops back. Taylor looking to the right. Looking, looking. Throws it into the end zone in the wow. back corner, and it is incomplete. Trying to go to Jay Taylor, but he threw it out of bounds. Boy, they're going to try to field goal. So it'll bring up fourth down, and Kyle Farfsing will come in to attempt the field goal. He is two for two on the year, one for one today. That one was a 34-yarder. This one is going to be spotted at the 27, so it will be a 37-yard attempt. What win there is is virtually non-existent, but it's at his back. Oh, they were Here comes the rush. They were offside, but Farson gets the kick away. That's it good. is good. They didn't call. It looked like they were offsides. 12:39 left to go in the ball game. Your score from Alfred. It's now the Mount 43, Alfred 37 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and DelhiLiquor.com. Teaching is my calling, so when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu ohio. Chuck Murray, I'm Dave Mitchell. 43-37 Lions with a six-point lead after that 37-yard field goal by Kyle Farfsing. Yeah, I said the first one to 50 about the first quarter, and boy, it's kind of looking that way. I guess it's a good thing his mother did come down here. Yeah. She'd have been kicking herself had she not come with this one. Yeah, he's had a great game. 12.39 left to go. Farfsing's going to kick it off. Back set to return is Peters and Jaleel Joseph. And he's going to squib it up the left-hand side. High bounce. Going to be taken in by Joseph. Joseph cuts it to the right side, and he's going to be hit at the 25-yard line and drop right there. Jacob Ferguson came in and got that hit, made the tackle. Yeah, really good tackle. Luckily, the ball bounced high, gave us time to get down and covered. So they're inside the 25. That's all you can ask. Well, Saxon offensive coordinator Curtis Bailey needs to draw up a drive here for the Saxon. Again, we've been saying maybe this is going to come down to who has the ball last. 43-37, Lions lead it by six. Smith in the backfield with Freeman. Freeman's run for over 100 yards today. And Freeman's going to get the handoff off the right side, stacked up right at the line and brought down Declan Brophy, Jack Butler right in there to... Tucker, excuse me. Yeah, they bottled him back up. Yep, that's good. Second long now. Brady Buller in for the tackle, too. We'll be home next week against Hope. 1.30 kickoff from Schuler Field. We'll be on the air 
at 1 o'clock here on the network. 12 minutes and running left to go in the ballgame. Second down. They gave him a yard and a half on that, Chuck. Moving in motion is Walden, the tight end. Fake handoff. Jones looks There's over the middle, ball. incomplete. That was. Smith. And that is they call defensive holding. It's that same little fake over the middle. I, we need to take that away. Yep, it's going to be a holding penalty called against the Lions. And we did notice in between quarters the back judges did flip at halftime and have yeah. not flipped back. Uh, somebody, we got somebody down. Eleven fifty remaining. This one has been a good one. Yeah, they they got down seventeen, but they kept fighting, and they're back in the game with a chance to take the lead here on this drive. It's not exactly what we expected. Okay, I thought it was going to be defensive holding. That's what I thought too. But either way, they got a first down at the thirty-seven. Yeah, I, th I thought that was going to be, they actually gave him the better part of Valor. Gave him the better part of that penalty. Justin Dryling is into the ball game now at the safety position from Reading High School. Donaworth stays in at safety. Starks at one corner. Over in the other corner is Mason Owens. Lions with that 4-3 look defensively. Stevenson is at one linebacker and Wright is at the other linebacker. And Smith hands it off to Freeman. Freeman gets hit and is run right down by Noah Hammond. Grabbed him by the shoulder pads and whipped him down. Yeah, wouldn't let go. Good tackle. Second and long again. Lost about a yard on the play. Second down 11. 11-29. Boy, to me, this clock can't run fast enough. Yeah, it's goofy. You know, when you're ahead, you want it to run. When you're behind, it, it seems to go so fast. 43-37, the mount. A six-point lead. Lions again in that 4-3-4 defense. Smith, the quarterback, number 14 on his back, drops back. Looks upfield, steps into the pocket, Turn around up the right-hand side. It's going to be that's, incomplete. That's offensive interference right there. He was going to pull his flag and call offensive, but he didn't. Starks. Starks looked like he was the defender, but he looked like the receiver. He turned around, he had a great play, and 15 should have been called for offensive interference. Well, they called a timeout to give Starks the opportunity to get off the field. Now they're going to have, he's going to have to leave because the official took a timeout for him. But Starks was up before the other <laughs> The player for Alfred, who's down now on their sideline. And they're going to have to work on his cramp. But he's out of bounds, so the clock doesn't have to, or the game doesn't have to be delayed. Right. One thing that, you know, we, we did a really good job getting our head around on defense. Some of the other plays today we have not got our head around. 10.55. Clock stops on the incompletion. 43-37. Trips out to the near side. Smith looking things over. Play clock down to five. He's going to throw it out Make to the, the left-hand side. Got it to Kelsey. Kelsey gets it to the 45-yard line. He's going to be shy by about two yards on the play. 
And that'll bring up. Now they're stopping the clock. Fourth down. Somebody hurt on the sideline. Looks like somebody is hurt on the sideline. Yeah, I think it's their guy. I believe there's somebody hurt. Yeah, the way they're running the football, I would not be surprised if they go for it. I don't know. Fourth and two. I guess there is somebody down on the sideline, but we yeah, can't tell. There is. I, who, I, I, who it is. We can't tell who it is, no. No. I think the Mount coaching staff a little bit upset because it appears this guy is off the sideline. Yeah, there he is. That's number two. Yeah, and that's Kelsey after making that catch. You know, I remember a few years ago, Chuck, about halfway through the quarters, they just took an automatic timeout and let both teams just rehydrate. Was that when it was like a certain degree, like yeah. over 90 or something? Well, no, it was just, just beginning of the year. If you decided uh, you wanted to do it, they did it. They don't uh, do that anymore. Huh. All right. They're going to wave them. It looks like I think they're going to go for it. Yeah. Fourth yeah. down two. It doesn't shock me. Freeman in the backfield. He has been their short yardage specialist all day long. Chance to make a huge stop here to give us a short field. Biggest play of the game right here. Fourth down, two yards to go for the Saxon. Lions in that 4-4-3, and they are coming up close to the line. Handoff, Freeman. He's got the first down out to the 48-yard line. Needed two, got three, first down. Yeah, you got to hand it to him. Every time they have gone for it, yeah. Chuck, they've made it. Yeah, there's no mystery what they're doing either. Yeah, there's no play fake. Or they're just giving it to him and saying, get us the yardage, and he's doing it. Dong, that would have been a big stop. Clock at 10 minutes and running left to go in the ball game. Alfred trying to get the tying score on this drive. Freeman to the left of Smith. Two receivers out wide to the far. Fake handoff to Freeman. Throws out to the left, and it is incomplete. That's good defense right there. Good job against Morling by the Lions' Mason Owens. Yeah, he was right on the coverage. Owens was right on the border that I-75 corridor down through Tennessee into Georgia that the coaches love to go see, and they found him in Tennessee. Second down, 10 yards to go from the 49. 9.49, clock stops on the incompletion. Trips out to the far side. Smith takes the snap. There it is. Throws. Oh! Intercepted and then dropped. Oh, he had a touchdown, Dave. Justin Dryling had the ball in his bread basket and nothing but green in uh, front of him and did not come down with the ball. That That's a pick six. I mean, there's no other way around it. Oh, Disappointing and brings up third down. What do they say with the DBs with no hands? That's why they're DBs. That's why they're DBs. Yep. Son of a gun. Boy, that was a bad boy by Smith. Boy, Dryling the junior, his chance to shine. And it went in and through his hands. Third down, 10 from the 49. Dropping back Smith. Heavy rush by the line. Throws out. Oh! That one is through the hands of Dryling again and incomplete. Right. A little bit harder on that one, but it. I think they'll punt here. Yeah. Yep, they're going to bring in the punting in it. All right, so the defense does its job. The nice day of the pick six, but. And Donaworth is going to go back to return this one. This is the first time they've punted all day, Chuck. I think it's the second, and then they punt one of the first. First time, huh? Okay. First time Zach Johnson will punt it away. 
Maybe there was one. I think there. What I remember, but I know I, Ryan hasn't punted yet, and let's no. keep it that way. And there's the punt from Johnson. Donaworth lets it oh hit boy. at the 17. He's going to grab it back at the six-yard line and immediately get dropped right at the six. Yeah, yeah. Johnson, if you recall, he punted it and he rolled in the end zone in the first half. Probably not the greatest move. Yeah. But nonetheless, the Lions have it. Now they're going to put him at the seven-yard line. Seven, yeah, right in that area. 9.33 left to go in the ball game. 43-37. Lions now need a time-consuming drive. Yes, they do. Beecham in the backfield with Taylor. Receivers out wide on the left-hand side. Powell tight end right. Handoff goes to Beecham. Right up the middle. 10 there to the goes. 15. There he goes. side 20. Stutter steps outside the 20 to the 23-yard line. Uh, it's going to be a 17-yard run and a first down for the Lions. Isn't it nice just to be able to hand it off to him and get you out of the hole? That's a big run right there. It's like giving the ball to Emmett Smith or Barry Sanders. <laughs> Here, go get us seven or eight yards. Or in this case, 17. Yeah. 23-yard line is where the ball now is at. Newton to the left. Porter to the right. Beecham to the right of Taylor. Clock down to 10. Taylor hands it off to Beecham. Off left side, 25, and that's right where he's going to be stopped. Gain of about three, and holy cow, boy, a lot of extracurricular activity. And I think at times they, they don't blow that whistle quick enough. So he's still got three out of it. Now. Still second yeah. manageable. Quinones with the tackle. And it brings up second down seven. Taylor looking things over. Receivers out wide on both sides. Yeah, now moving out wider is Porter. They're milking that clock. It's the way they should do it. Down to five. Taylor's going to keep it on a quarterback keeper around the right side to the 30. And he's going to be gang tackled right there at the 31, maybe the 32-yard line. Just outside the 31. Third down and about two. Boy, oh boy. It's a big third down right here, Dave. We're under eight minutes. I wouldn't mind seeing that play again. 43-37. Lions by six. Clock running, 7.35 left. Taylor, third and two. Handoff up the middle, goes to Beecham. Breaks it in the corner. He's got the first down. He's at midfield. Spins to the sideline to the 45 and does a head tumbler inside the 45-yard line and then points to the Alfred crowd. Uh, that quiets them. We still got to score some points on this drive. Boy, that was a big, big run by Beecham. Looked like 17 yards on that run, Chuck. Great run by Cornell, and again, let's give that O-line credit. Boy, they're doing a great job. I'd love to tell you, but I've got a feeling, I'd love to tell you officially, but I've got a feeling Beecham is over that 100-yard rushing mark now. Yeah, because he had, what, a 45 yeah. or 50-yarder in the first half. 6.59 to run. In this ball game, Lions leading it by six. Again, handoff Beecham up the middle to the 40. And he'll be dropped at the 39, maybe the 38-yard line. That's a gain of seven. They're not playing that three-man line anymore. They're coming up to stop the run. 
What? Oh, they had to stop the clock because a kid had his helmet off, but yeah. they started back up. <laughs> Number 92 for Alfred must leave the game for one play for helmet off. Sometimes we over-explain things. Yep. There we go. Why not clock? Okay, here we go. 640 and running. Play clock just now hit 35. Yeah, I, I think you're supposed to reset that to 25 when they do that, but we'll take it. Taylor coming up to the line of scrimmage. He's going to take his sweet old time. Chayton Tomlin, who was our guest during that lightning break last week, he was the best at this, running this clock down and milking every second he could get out of it. Yeah, they're doing a, a fantastic job. Down to 10. Taylor keeps it himself. Sees some green around the right side. Goes Cuts it to the 35. It. Dives forward to the 37. Yep. North-south when he got the first down. Don't got go east the first west down. Lose it. You're right. And that is going to be a first down for the Lions at the 33-yard line. What a tremendous drive right here, boy. The defense makes a big stop, and now we're driving, taking time up. We're under six minutes. Lions have had a couple of great drives here today, including that 91-yarder. Yeah, this is this is fantastic. That's the best drive I've seen the Lions put together in a long, long time. Taylor has Beecham to his left out of the pistol. And handoff goes to Beecham, and Beecham split a defender and then got it down near the line of scrimmage, but no more than that. He got held up right at the line. Brings up second down and ten. Yeah, they're, they're crowding a line of scrimmage at this point, which they should because any kind of score is basically going to end the game for them. Are you hearing that whistle, Chuck? Yes. I don't know where it is coming from. It sounds from, like it's coming from the crowd. It is it is really confusing. Lions setting up for the play. Second down, 10 yards to go from the 33. Fake handoff. Taylor looking into the end zone. Now rolls to his left, pointing into the end zone. He's going to tuck it under, stop, cuts to the right again, and he's going to be hit and dropped at the 34-yard line. He's going to be caught right at the line of scrimmage for no gain, and it will be third down on the play. The big thing is here, we want the first down, but if we can get six or seven yards, I think Kyle could make it from 40 yards. The way he's kicked today, yes. Third down and a long 10 yards to go. Ball resting at the 34. Taylor with Beecham to his right. Wind starting to kick up now. It's coming from the far side to the near side. Right in our face. Dropping back Taylor. Taylor throws it up the left on the fly. Threw it up to Huntley and it's incomplete. Just a tad under throw. Nice play by the DB. I think we'll probably punt it away and try to pin him in, but you know, what are they going to do here? Jaden Noel with a nice play defensively. And yeah, might. They're going to go for it. Lions will, well, let's take a look here. It would yeah, be 34. Uh, it's in the, yeah, it's in that tweener. I yeah. guess they figure they punt again if he doesn't pin him. So it's third and 11. No, it's, it's fourth. And it's fourth. fourth and 11, excuse and 11. me. Now and we now we've got a timeout taken by Alfred. Okay, that's good. They're down to one then. 3.52 left to go in the ball game. Mount with a big fourth down situation coming up next. Your score. It's the Mount 43, Alfred 37 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. 
Thank you, Delhi Skyline Chili, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Skyline, 5137 Delhi Pike, and SkylineChili.com. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, openboxoutlet.com. Well, Chuck, one of the key plays of the ball game coming up right now. Yeah, this is this is huge. Um, you know, they're in that no man's land where if you punt it, you go in the end zone, you pick up 14 yards. Fourth and 11 is a tough ask, but, uh, you know, they're going to go for it, and I can't blame them. Yeah, they're going to try to win the game right here, and if they get a first down here while it's not over, it puts a pretty good nail in their coffin. Lions still huddled around. Tyler Hopperton and their OC, Caleb Carrell. Yeah, with the weapons they have, I don't blame them. Alfred has broken their huddle. They come out. Fourth down and 11 yards to go for the Lions. Ball at the 34. They need to get to the 23 for a first down. Trips out to the far side. Empty backfield. Two receivers out to the near side. Ball on the near hash mark. Taylor with the play clock at 10. Looks to the sideline. Going to run as much time as he can off the clock. But it really doesn't matter because uh, it game clock is stopped and now Alfred jumps. Moves it on. They're, they're pointing they're at the mount pointing. saying that the offensive line moved. The official's confused. I don't know what they're what are they going to call. It's against us. They might it punt is. now. I think I'd punt the ball now. Yeah, boy, if you don't make it, you're but, giving them great field position. Yeah, I think I'd punt it here. They're still going to go for it. Cornell Beecham came over to whisper something to Josh Taylor. And now the side judge comes in and the Lions will take a timeout. Are we going to change our mind? And I'd hate to call timeout and then punt because you're wasting a timeout. And you could take a delay a game and give him a little bit more room to try to pin him in. Well, but they're going to figure it all out here. Yep. We're going to keep it right here. Tyler Hopperton's going to talk things over. Now, keep in mind that Alfred has one timeout left. The Lions, that's their first. Yep. So they've got two left here in the ballgame. And they had a quick saying with... They're going to punt. Uh, and I think this is the right call. I just wish they wouldn't have called, wasted a timeout. Just could have took the five-yard penalty, given him more room, and try to pooch him in. Because that timeout, who knows, they may need that. Yeah, that could be a big timeout here in the ball game. And now, I'm not sure that Alfred believes that the Lions are going to punt the ball. Yeah, well, they're going to punt it. Ryan Murray comes in, three punts last week, 35 yards. Now they just saw that the punting unit is in, and they're sending in their punting unit, punt return unit. Snapper will get it to Ryan Murray. Good snap. Kick is away. Bounce. And it will hit and go into the end zone for a touchback. So, it's going to be a net of about 20 yards. Yeah. You know, you hope to pin them in, but I I think fourth and 16, that was a big ass. They got to go 80 yards. So, you put it on your defense now. Here we go. Yep. 345 remaining. That's why I go back to maybe you take the five yards, you get back him up a little, he's got the wind, 
and but you know Lions defense needs to make a big play here. Stevenson's back into the ball game at linebacker. Nate Owens and Wright all at that linebacker position. Dropping back Smith throws out into the right flat, complete to McNeil. Got a block, cuts it inside the 25, skips outside the 25 to the 26. Gain of six. Yeah, stop the clock too. Now it starts back up the, until under two minutes. Once it hits under two minutes, then you go out of bounds. It'll stop till the next snap. Now they're just going to give him a gain of five, so it'll bring up second down five. But that clock continues to move. Time right now, not on the side of either team. Dropping back is Smith. Smith rolls out to the left. Gets it upfield, and it is going to be caught, but out of bounds. Gray made the catch, but he was pushed out of bounds, so it's incomplete, and it's third down five. Two big plays here back-to-back by the Lions, because you know if Alfred doesn't make this, they're going to go for it. It's four-down territory for sure. So Again, he likes to roll to his left. That's what he did on that play, so... Kelsey comes out to this side. Great on the far side. Let's see what Smith. The run is still in play because they could pick up a first down and stop the clock. Freeman back there. Snap to Smith. Turn around. Throw it up on the left side. Got it. Complete to Kelsey at the 40-yard line. And Starks knocks him out of bounds. And that's a first down 14 yards on the pass catch. We're just not getting our head turned around. It's tough, tough, tough to cover, but we're just not getting our heads turned around. Three minutes left to go. Smith looking things over. 2.50 remaining to go in the ball game. Lions leading it by six. Dropping back is Smith. Throwing up the right side. It's going to be incomplete. In and out of the hands again of Mason Owens. That's about the fourth time that's happened today, Chuck. I mean, he, he did a great job. He was right, running right with him. He turned around and he just... It looks like an interception. He just couldn't hang on. 2.43 clock stops on the incompletion. 43-37 mount by six. I'd like to get a little pressure from the right side to not let him be comfortable throwing to his left. We're good. Smith looks things over, and now, well, I heard that whistle again. And everybody started looking, and Smith pitches it out around the right side. Brophy got a hand on Freeman, struggles forward, picked up four on the carry. Out to the 44-yard line, second down six. Make it third down. Yep, again, two down territory. Four down territory, they got two downs. 2.20 and running. Third down, six yards to go for the Saxon. 43-37 43-37 mount. Dropping back Smith. Looks up the side. He's got it into the hands of his intended man. Oh, they gave him the first down. He looked Darby a little short. Gray. And Gray got it to the 49-yard line, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> awful generous. That was a real, real... Of course, they've been yeah. extra generous all day long. Somebody made him cookies before the game. 206. I think the officiating crew was in the same hotel as our team last night. Could have been. Could have been. Of course, Alfred plays out of the Empire 8. 2.06 remaining in this game. 
Yeah, you said whoever has the ball last, and I hope you're not right. Yeah, I hope I'm not right either. 2.06 left to go. Lions, just letting you know, they've got two timeouts left. Alfred has got one timeout left. This one has been one of those games that the Lions just could not get away from. Yeah, I mean, we were up 17, it looked good, but... Smith on first and 10, drops back, looks up the left Turn side, around. and it is incomplete. Boy, the crowd screaming yeah. for a pass interference penalty on Owens, but you called it. He got his head turned around. Usually if you do that, they let him, you know, kind of hand fight a little bit. 153 and stopped on the incompletion. They'll go right back up to the line of scrimmage. Second down 10 from the 49. Need to get a little pressure on him. Second down 10. Snap. Handoff, Freeman, hit at the line, stacked up, brought down right at the 50-yard line. Nice job, very nice job. Nate Owens came in and got the tackle. Third down, 10 yards to go. Third down, 10. Ball right near the midfield stripe. 125 to go. Dropping back, Smith, pump fakes to the left, throws it up the field, threw it away. Here we go, Dave. Fourth down. This is your ball game. Yep. One stop. You might see Alfred use their timeout here. 117 to go. Yeah, I think they'd love to hold it, but if you don't have the right play, so I think they're gonna be they're gonna call play and they want to keep that timeout in their pocket. If they make this. Fourth down 10. Gray goes out wide to the left. Kelsey's the guy that they've gone to in four down situations. He's out to the right. Freeman to the left. In the backfield. With Smith. Smith. Hard snap count. Play clock. Down to five. Takes the snap. Looks back. He's going to step up. Throw. It's going to be intercepted. Doesn't matter. matter. Stevenson had it in his hands and dropped it. And the Lions will take it over on downs. And that should do it. Dave, we're going to come uh, get our four over 400-mile ride home uh, happy. Not with a lot, of, without some sweating. Wow. Woo. This one was a hard-fought win. Yep. They and only have one timeout. They can stop it once, but three knees is going to do it. And you listen to it on WDTZ-FM 98.1 and UltimateSportsTalk.com. 111 to go. Lions in the victory formation. Looking to go 2-0. Taylor takes the snap and the knee. And now Alfred will use her last time. Clock didn't even move, Chuck. (laughs) Yeah, it's irrelevant at this point. Because you get 40 seconds, we'll kneel it, and then we'll meet it again, and it's over. Well, I guess we were both wrong. I said the first one to 50, and you said the last one. Well, I guess we have the ball. So I guess you're partially Yeah. (laughs) Woo! I'll take it. Yep. Now they're off to a 2-0 start. You know, yeah. Get a uh, road win anytime against anybody. It's a good win. Absolutely. Lions will go two and zero. Now now they're going to say take two (laughs) seconds off. Yeah. Wow. Tell you, Alfred played a whale of a game, especially on offense. Boy, they they moved the ball. They ran it. 
give them credit, but give our team credit. Offensively, we only had to punt the one time all game. Defensively, we made the stands just like last week when we had to. Good win. Chuck, you got to win games when you don't play your best. A hundred percent. And the Lions did that today. hundred percent. Everybody on that team will say we did not play our best. Taylor takes a knee. Yep, and now it runs. That's why, you know, you hate as Alfred to waste those timeouts earlier in the half. Yeah. He's just... Wonder if there's a flag yep. down. What's a flag down for? What is... I'm not sure. Yeah, that... Yeah, they, they started it late, but he still will get it under 40 seconds. And then right. take a knee and it's over. And that will do it here yep. this afternoon. But the Lions, as I said, will go to 2-0. and What are we doing now? Now the officials are going to come in and they stop it at 47 seconds. Well, this should absolutely 100% get under 40 seconds. Absolutely. Let's see what he says. Clock down to 45 seconds. <laughs> okay. The clock right. will start on my whistle. Okay. okay. And then they'll, they'll still have 25 seconds to snap it, and we're all good. There okay. we go. No. Yeah, and there just, we go. just take it under 40 and yep, let's... And then we get out of here. Yep. Now it is under 40, and now the Lions can just take a knee. Yep. And get out of here with the victory yep. and go 2-0. and Yep. And they will. They will go 2-0 and and come home against Hope next Saturday at Schuler Field. 1.30 with the kickoff next Saturday afternoon. And we'll be on the air at 1 o'clock on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Big win by the by the Lions here this afternoon, Chuck. They did not play their best, but they still picked up the victory. Yeah, you know, as you said, th- th- some guys got in that maybe hadn't played a whole lot and made some nice contributions. Uh, you know, Cornell was his usual self. Josh played a great. Offensively, we were really good, and you know, we had Devin Holt come in and give us a spark running the football. Boy, he was really a spark in that third quarter. Like I said, defensively struggled a little bit at times, but came up and big when we had to. And uh, you know, it's just another building block and another win to build upon because we know we got a good hope come team coming in next week. Absolutely, the Lions go two and zero. The ride home will be a nice one. Your final score here this afternoon. Mount St. Joseph, 43, Alfred, 37. We'll be back to wrap things up from Alfred right after these timeouts on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com.